Blog Talk Radio. Diamonds are forever. They won't leave in the night. I've no fear that they might hurt me. Martial arts. 
And then you run up on them and they do all kind of stuff to you. Then they go back to meditating. So I'm going to go back to meditating after this show is over. I just lit a nice incense. Thanks to my man Jerry Miller, Miss Sandra down in Atlanta, Georgia, another sponsor. Uh, check them out if you want to get your organ energy generator. I'm pulling mine out my pocket right now, setting it up on my computer because I'm going to need it tonight. Um, tonight's topic. Ooh. I've really been sitting on this one for a long time because it's such an easy topic to talk about, but I didn't think anybody was going to, like, just um, make it all come out like that. But tonight, here it is. Lies mofos tell about polygamy and sharing. So I guess I'm going to have to do an introduction and talk about what polygamy is and polyamory and the concept of sharing. I guess we're going to have to get into swinging and all of that, even though that's not how this whole conversation got started. It is not at all where it got started. And then once it got started, it wasn't, it was like the residual of people being lied to that really had me upset. Like people was just didn't have the right conception, and the reason they didn't have the right conception of an ideal was because it's so many mofos out here telling lies. I'm not going to be able to say mofo all night because I know it's going to come out once I get riled up. But a lot of people have been lying, mostly men, and then women agree with the lie. So when you agree with the lie, you you become an accomplice. You can't just point the finger. Now, you can't just be up in the dope house. You sitting up in there, they bagging up 10, 15 pounds of weed, and you sitting there chilling, rolling the blunt, and then the police running in there and say, this ain't my weed. Everybody going to jail. So tonight, I'm exposing everybody. First off, I'm going to tell on these niggas first about what the scam is in the black conscious, black power, Moorish, Nubian, Nawabian. I'm dropping dimes on all these motherfuckers, the men first. Then it wouldn't be right because all the sisters, when I said something about sharing their man, they said, it's a two-way street, Kyrie, it's a two-way street. I'm going to turn around and pull the skirts up on a lot of these fake-ass sisters that's in the conscious community that thought they could come out here and hide out. This is what I've been talking about for like the last two years of if you don't police your community, anybody can come in. That's why they build gates around the European communities and the pilgrims. They build gates around their communities because they don't want you coming into their community. But a lot of a lot of the Nubians, blacks, Moors, all of that, they just came over to the conscious community and what they do? They started lying. They ain't start policing. A.A. Rashid told y'all last year on my show, and I swear to God, I hope he called in tonight. Somebody call A.A. and tell him, I said, get on the line and press 1. The phone number is 347-205-9089. The word conscious community don't mean enlightened blacks. It's a term that came from South Africa that was synonymous with black panther and black power. And black power is ignorant because they don't want to make no money. I said it. I said black power is ignorant. I don't care if it, who the leader is, noble uh, whoever, Sarah Susan Fetty, the Muhammad, the Ali's. I don't give a damn what your name is. If you tell them a lie, that's what's up. You lying, but I'm calling you out tonight. I'm putting the whole thing in the streets. Ladies, you can ask me any question you want about, well, they said this and they said that. 
We're not going through that tonight. We ain't going through that tonight because two things we're going to stay focused on in this conversation is love and God, okay? Not pussy and dick, but love and God, all right? Not your insecurities, not your fears. Women, when I get to you, y'all been lying too. Y'all been lying too, and I ain't holding back. That's why I got my own stuff. So I'm giving you a little preamble now. If it's too much for you, hang up the phone. Get out of the chat room. Do not listen. Don't do it. Don't do it. If if you, you're catching this show late and you had to download it, just press pause and walk away because I'm not joking tonight whatsoever. And we're doing this in honor of Mercury Retrograde. That's right. I was born with Mercury in retrograde. So when the retrograde period comes around, don't start to say, well, oh, well, you know, he's just having a Mercury retrograde moment. I stay in a Mercury retrograde moment. But now I'm back home because somebody got to tell the truth. Up on the Mercury retrograde, some things will be exposed. Yay! So I'm going to set it off in honor of my Mercury retrograde and my own personal transformation. I'm going to stand up for the truth, and I hope at least one person stand up and listen to this right here, too. This also shouts out to all my elders who done laid on my head a big responsibility to tell the truth. Sister Myra, Senyata Saraswati, um, uh, Dr. Malachi Z. York, Elijah Muhammad, Nova Drew Ali. I'm standing up calling all my ancestors up in the room on you motherfuckers tonight. You see what I'm saying? You fucking with me, you fucking with God tonight. Because I got the whole squad on my side and I'm not telling no lie. And I'm not making no judgments and I'm not trying to convert nobody. But I am making an honest observation that tears my heart out. Because I'm in it for the babies. You niggas is lying to these females. You females is buying into the lie. And the children sitting there looking at it. That's like when our, our parents told us lies because they didn't know no better or they didn't know the truth. You know what I'm saying? But if you were born after 1970, you, had a, you, you got a choice. of You know what the truth is now, but you're still perpetrating it. And the first ones I'm going to go in on is you motherfuckers talking about what we're doing it for the ancestors. That's how they used to do in Africa. I'm slaying y'all first. But hold on. Let me read to you how the whole thing got started. I'm in a group called A Deeper Love. And um, it's a closed group. My man Jason Harrison. Shouts, big shout out to Jason Harrison. If you want to find the group and you want to come in there, a deeper love. It's a secret group or a closed group, you know, and it ain't all that. I've been in so many. It's another thing, too, why, why I'm, why I'm kind of pissed off. I get put in all these groups, supposed to be by these spiritual people and doing this. None of y'all talking about money, and then the title don't match what you're talking about. Everybody been talking about fucking or hooking up and all this other shit. Make a room called Conscious Fuck. I'm a conscious cat, and I want to fuck. Make a room called Hotep Niggas. That's niggas who just say hotel to try to get some pussy. You feel what I'm saying? Call, uh, um, something, but be real with your shit, all right? So anyway, I'm in deeper love the other night, and I put this post in the room. I hear a lot of, quote, I'm not sharing my man. I also hear there's a man shortage. Where's the balance in this? Is there is a good man really meant for just one woman? I'm just wondering. Is every woman just out for themselves and only the strong going to survive and the weak to be without? That was the phrase. I'm going to read it one more time. I hear a lot of I'm not sharing my man. 
I also hear there is a man shortage. Where is the balance in this? Is a good man really meant for just one woman? I'm just wondering, is there is every woman just out for themselves and only the strong going to survive and the weak to be without? All right. Now, for one, I'm going to give you a tip. You should know better than fall for an okey-doke loaded-ass question like that on my page. I did not use the word sex. I said the word sharing. And we're gonna, I'm going to show you by evidence and measure, standing on my square, how people's minds are so polluted and so far from the love and God consciousness tonight. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but, yo, wake up. This is a good time to wake up, too, and Mercury retrograde for somebody to pull your damn collar. Immediately, so let me say where I was coming from. Where I was coming from, there's a tantric master named Nityama. Um, he's 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 one of the mentors and masters with uh, the Juju Mama Squad, um, Rakim Sekou, Hakasha Mu, big shouts out to Juju Mama and the Progressive Love Movement. Um, and in one of his uh, one of his workshops, he said women are have bought into the ownership ritual of hey honey, you can own me, or I let it appear to you that you own me. So then I can own you so I can keep up with your genitals. Now, the difficult part of that is when you holler sisterhood. Oh, that's my sister. I'm down for the goddesses. Oh, my sister. I do anything for my sister. Oh, the black woman got to do this. The black woman got to do that. She got to stand up. Oh, hey, 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 hey. So you got a good man, and you see two of your sisters over there who hurting emotionally. And all they need is a man to go hug them. Just hug them. Fully dressed. Fully dressed. And say, I love you. Kiss them on the forehead. Say, everything will be all right. Will you share your man? Will you let your man go over there and say, hey, I need you to hug this woman and heal this woman tonight because she's hurt? Oh, no. Oh, no, you sisters didn't. Fuck that. If he ain't mine, we ain't together. Uh, I'm not sharing my divine, sacred space with somebody else. Oh, my phrase was, bitch, what? Yes, yes, yes. Don't come talking that I'm cursing and I'm not honoring the goddess. I don't want to hear that because I call a spade a spade. If you're wearing a shoe and you're down on four legs, you is what you is. If you're a liar in your heart, this will hurt you. If this ain't true, then you know I ain't talking to you. I'm not talking to everybody listening to this. I'm not talking to all females. But the one who knew they was lying in the first place and participating in the game was the one I was so ticked off with because you're a hypocrite. You don't love your sister if your man can't even go over there and give her a hug. Wow. Because what? you afraid she'll fuck him. you afraid that he don't have enough control to control himself and he'll fuck her. Why are the sisters... My sister's so insecure. Oh, some of y'all on the line. I ain't, not me. Well, then I ain't talking to you. But I, I am if you had to say something. If you had to speak up, remember, only a guilty dog barks. 
If you didn't say nothing, then it's all cool. But if you, oh, oh, not not me, not me, not me. Yeah, you either single or you playing the game so well you listening to the call and making sure your man is not listening. How can he be your man? Somebody asked me, they said, well, Kaya, would you share your woman? I said, of course. I said, I share her anyway, just like I share God. God shares the son with us. The son don't discriminate and be like, I'm going to give more to the white people than I am to the black people. The trees don't discriminate on the oxygen. So when do we all of a sudden, with free will human beings, start to think that we so damn big and bad that I can say, you ain't going over there and you ain't going to do this? Do you understand the psychology of the human mind? Before you even get into the black-white shit, the psychology of the human mind and how many thoughts that we have every day, do you know how many people have sexual thoughts every day? Do you know that the white man told you the truth on the movie The Secret when he said thoughts are things? If your woman is being looked at, or your man is being looked at by another woman and she say something cute and he say, oh, that's nice, thank you, and he entertain the thought. He don't even make no action on it. He's already been shared. If your man is walking down the street and he sexually excites another woman, you shared him. Oh, but not physically. I didn't share him physically. No, I didn't. He's not going to bring a disease home to me. You already got a disease. If you are afraid of a disease and a disease is your motivation, then you already have a disease. It's just like going to church. If you go to church because the devil motivates you, then you already of the devil. Satan, Shaitan, Nakash, Iblis, whatever name you want to call it, the fallen one, who cares? You've already been infected and you hollering like ain't nothing wrong with you. And then you hollering that I'm saved now. So I so I ain't guilty. You can't you can't put me in that boat. What? What are you talking about? I can't put you in that boat. You used to do the same thing when you were younger, less mature. Maybe before your Saturn return, before the age of twenty nine or thirty. Some of you still doing it after the age. Because if you think you can hold down one man and no woman is gonna look at him and need him, it's seven billion people on the planet. And you talking about I ain't gonna share or we ain't gonna be together. This leads to that point right here. And I'm going to get get on the men's ass in a second. Women, if you're still thinking, well, you ain't going to share what? Come on, say it. What you ain't going to share? You ain't going to share his dick? What if he say he loves her and he loves all all the goddesses and he's for uplifting, so he got to love you different than, that, than he loves her? Yeah, just as long as that dick ain't going out there. I don't know what them bitches doing. He ain't bringing no disease back up in here. He ain't making no more babies up. Who are you? When did you get your God papers? When did you get your God papers where you can just start rationing out somebody else's sex organs? You got this foolish behavior from men. So, ladies, chill out over there for the side. Let me get at these niggas. You got this silly-ass behavior from these men who love the white man and love his ways. Yes, I'm talking about the slave master white man. I'm not going into the separation of races. I'm talking about the cruddy, nasty-ass white slave master that came down and had sex with the male and female slave for his tricks, okay? And he used dominance and deceit and lies to maintain control. You men are doing that today 
especially in the conscious community, with this polyamory and this polygamy. You ain't cleaning your dicks up. Alexis K. Tyler done told told on all of you. You ain't washing your nuts. You ain't damn. You ain't doing no studies on how to damn keep yourself clean. You ain't checking the other female out. And you got all this deception going on. Well, what you didn't know is you can tell your woman and say, hey, I'd like to have another woman in the bedroom, and nine times out of ten, out of your honesty, she'll go get them for you. For those who denying it and all that, please hang up the phone. Please hang up the phone because you're not grown enough for this conversation. Now, these these men, these so-called gods, Oh, well, you know, in the ancients of times, it was more women. It was, it was, you know, the, when the when the man died, the brother had to come in and take over, and it was okay. Yo, you got zip codes now. You got cell phones now. You ain't in the ancient of days. Why don't you ride a fucking camel? You driving a damn Benz or a Chevrolet or a Ford, but you want to live in the ancient of days. Golly, we so broke in the mental. So broke, and then we so broke. What does a broke person do? A broke person will tell a lie and steal because he's hungry, and that should be your lot in life too. That's why you have these particular problems because you don't want to tell the truth. Oh well, what if what if the woman wants to be shared? Is the man down for sharing? Hell yeah, he down for sharing. That nigga tell you anything. You better not go over there and look. I'm the man. I do this. I do that. And he turn around. He doing the exact same thing. Remember, I'm talking universal law. What I see in my reflection is what I do. That's me. Whatever comes to me is my reflection. If you operating in a relationship where it's one man and and many wives, you ain't got no problem if the tables will switch where it was just you and you had many um and you had other and um and you had more than one husband. And the statistics already say it's not no shortage of men. It's not no um, on the planet. Don't talk about the black men in prison either, especially for those of you who have not been there. Shut your fucking mouth. You ain't been to prison. You don't know shit about the niggas in there. You ain't slept with them. You ain't done a day in jail talking about, oh, well, it's not enough. It's a shortage of black men because they all locked up. Some of the motherfuckers need to be in there. Ninety percent of them in there, they karma, they right where they're supposed to be. Maybe 10%, 5%, you know, um, unjustly convicted, but you don't know somebody's karma. Quit acting like there's only one lifetime, everything we got to do. That, get out of that Christian religion, slave master mentality of I only got one lifetime. This is the culmination of 10, 20, 50, sometimes hundreds of lifetimes that you came back to do. Yeah. And you got to finish up some of the relationships that you had in a prior lifetime. So what if you've been here 40 times and you had 10 unfinished relationships and you get here with this one woman, Susie, and you say, well, you can't be with nobody else. And I ain't going to be with nobody else either. You're a stupid motherfucker because the universe is going to send the person that you are not finished your dues with and your karma and they're going to cross your path in another energy body. They may be Chinese, they may be a white woman, they may be a black man, they may be a Puerto Rican, whatever, a morphodite. But they're going to cross your path because you still have to finish that before you get off this planet. You will not get off this planet until you finish your karma. You talk all that ancient Egypt shit you want, you talk all that um, whatever you want, but all of those sciences and all the masters, they telling you that you got to straighten your karma out. Asar said, when you get to the higher levels, what is it, karma yoga? 
excuse me, when you get doing Taoism, what is the highest level? Karma yoga. When you in the ancient order of Melchizedek, what's the highest? The karma yoga. Get the please get the book. There's a book called Karma Yoga written by John Mumford. You need that manual, all of you. It's a nine day exercise in there to clean your karma out for those of you who got the guts and balls enough to try it. And it's only like nine dollars. You can find it on the internet. The Karma Manual, John Mumford from the Saraswati Order. Just tell the truth, cause every time you lie, it gets in your DNA, and your ass is more bound to do another lifetime here. I ain't doing no more time for y'all. I'm not gonna be participating and keep on typing on Facebook and telling you and explaining and let motherfuckers just be a parasite on me. I said I'm gonna come on the radio station. We're gonna have this shit to say, and we're gonna get it out here. The call-in number is 347-205-9089. Go ahead and press 1 and get your hands up. I ain't taking calls yet, but if you got something to say, 347-205-9089. I want to hear all the questions from the ladies about, well, he told me that I should do this, and he told me I should do that. That nigga's a fucking liar. And then this other shit. Well, what if I think, what if, um, so are the women to think that we're whores and we want to be, there's no such thing as a fucking whore. Just like there ain't no such thing as till death do us part. This is not your white bread Christian religion show. I ain't go. Uh, why? Why would I? Why would I even damn be on some shit like that? I'm not even. I'm not even honoring that or listening to that. Wake up, wake up, folks. This ain't. This ain't. This ain't. This is not that type of deal. You're not going to convert me. You're not going to damn come up here and tell me no dumb shit either and think I'm finna rock with it. These niggas is lying because they caught up in their lower self. Prophet Noble Drew Ali said truth and falsehood um, is strangely mixed. Falsehood is the lower chakras. Truth is your higher chakras. That's what he was talking about. For all of those people think they can just not have sex and just do it all from their heart chakra to their third, third eye and their throat chakra and your crown, you fucking ain't there. It'll never happen. It'll never fucking happen because you have to have sexual energy to get through the heart. So you have to balance all of them out. So I don't give a, I don't, I ain't going to say I don't give a fuck. I really don't give a fuck what you've been teaching because we in the last days. We done passed the 11-11. We're in 2012, and y'all want motherfuckers to be nice to you. Man, fuck you. You want me to be nice. I'm done with that. I will be nice. I am nice. I'm being real cool. I ain't shouting or none of that. But it's got to come out. It's got to come out, and somebody got to shake your feathers up so you can say, oh, okay, now if your feathers ain't shook and you on my squad and you understand what I'm saying, then keep it moving. I'm having, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. But please, ladies, quit listening to these lying-ass niggas who trying to sell you. Come on back. Let's do community living where I'm the only nuts in the house. What? What is that? That's his insecurity. But he doesn't know how to tell you the truth anyway. And you don't want to tell him the truth because you fear that you won't have no more materials brought to you while you're on earth. Women women worry about m- more material stuff than men do. I'm telling both of you, get your mind on God. My woman is just like God. My homeboy is just like God. I'm going to share him. It's, oh, I don't like who he's hanging with. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. God don't take his love away from us. Because I'm thinking like this. What about, what about? Um, let me see. Let me get a good example. Let me get a good example. What about let me conscious, some of these conscious brothers and sisters that still out here tooting powder? 
doing cocaine, smoking big weed, selling dope, huh? What about them? Why ain't God striking them down? They still living. They still breathing. They still coming to the mosque. They still buying final call papers. Hey, what about some of these child molesters out here in the um in the conscious community? What about that? They trust me. They in every sect. Nation of Islam, the Nawapians, the Moors, the Black Power Movement, they still out here. We ain't doing shit about that. <sighs> but we right here talking about some hotel, some peace God. Oh, sickening. This shit is sickening. Please stay away from me with that bullshit. And stay away from your children with that bullshit. Tell the truth. There must be some type of platform where we can come together and honestly sit down and look across the table and without fear say, I love more than just you. Because you got to be true to yourself. Don't sit there and tell me that you've been, you 30-something years old, you 33 years old, you just got into a relationship with a male or a female, and now you don't love nobody else on the fucking planet. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. You still love that person that you broke up with. I just broke up with a damn asshole. Get on my damn nerves. I still love him. What? I ain't gonna... I'm going to my next relationship. I'm not going to be like, oh, I don't love nobody who I used to fuck. And I damn sure don't have no thoughts, no no, no passing thoughts of, of me having sex with them when they were sucking my dick or I was eating their pussy or something like that. Oh, no. Oh, no, not me. Mm-mm. Man, tell the truth and shame the devil. But y'all was sad on the lie. Because the game has been going so long that if I tell the truth, he may leave me. If I tell the truth, he may attack me physically. If I tell her the truth, she may stop giving me that pussy. So all those things are your gods. The vagina between her legs, you don't put that above God. In Islam, it's called shirking. Ladies, if you put his protection above the creator, that's called shirking. I'm going to lie to him and boost his ego up and all this other kind of shit because I need him in my circumference. What I'm going to do without him? I already got three kids by three different daddies. Shit, he he took me in. I better say anything. I better hold on to this one. What do you mean? God brought you the first three, and he brought you this fourth one, and he'll bring you 40 more. If you pray, if you have faith, that was our problem. And I can say that shit because that's what I was lacking at in my faith. Everything I teach and everything I spit is something I done already went through. We had all the tools in the conscious community, but we don't have no faith in them. That's why we broke. We broke spiritually, mentally. Well, not me because I'm not with the conscious community no more. We broke spiritually, mentally, physically, and we passing it down. We passing down seven generations of poverty to our children. So I will get in your ass every fucking night if I want to as long as you keep passing poverty down to these children because it's going to have to be brothers like me and some real-ass motherfucking Gs who are going to have to take care of them because you a liar. And you scared to tell the truth. Big, I'm going to take a call, too, 347-205-9089. You sit around. I'm tired of you motherfuckers damn talking shit about my peoples over there, Hakasha Moore and Rakim. They got an open relationship, and their children know about it. Oh, what would the children think? Them motherfuckers are smarter than most of you adults. Yeah, and look at their success. Look at the grades. The child got an A minus and almost had a damn anxiety attack because he had an A minus. Ain't nothing over there dysfunctional. Yeah, they was in Ebony Magazine again. This, this again, again this month in November. Nobody sitting there no congratulations from the conscious community or none of that shit because everybody's living a fucking lie. Oh no, how can I let my man go over there and fuck this woman? What about God? 
You should be like, oh, my man ain't fucking with God no more, so I ain't fucking with him. That should be the new standard. Any female come near me, if you ain't fucking with God, you ain't fucking with me. My ministries is God first, Universal Healing Temple Ministries. You ain't got God. Don't, don't don't put me first. Don't try to put that responsibility on me. We can pray together. We can sun gaze together. We can do these healing arts together. But I ain't God. I was sent by God, and you were sent by God, and we're going to learn a lesson together, and we're going to grow. Otherwise, I'm bouncing. And that's a policy your ass need to have because I ain't being faithful to nobody but God. God gave us all free will. It's, it's beings out here in the galaxy looking at us, learning from us, and this silly-ass behavior that we're doing. they like, well, damn, he was just with that white woman. Now he's with this Chinese chick. Now he's going back home to this black chick talking about he hates other races. What the fuck is that about? He was thinking about him. We can read his thoughts. I wonder why humans do that. We have to evolve, folks. We have to evolve to the next level of what this shit is opening up to. <sighs> I see y'all in the chat room. Big shouts. Happy 999, Black Bones, Fuzzy. Heru de Congo, Human Connection, Ketter, Cotton Ren Ray, Mama5284, Noble Shiru, Pain Key, Rakim Say, Cool, what's up, guys? Sexy Money Magnet, and Upside Down View. Let's see who's on the line tonight. See what's popping. Human Connection, I fuck with you too. All right, that's the number. If y'all got a comment or a phrase or a question somebody want to ask, press 1 and I'll bring you on the line. You don't, if you want to disagree, I ain't got no problem with that. I'm not going to hang up on you. Come on in and voice your opinion. Got my first call on the nine tonight from 11111. You just hit it. You on the line with Coach Kyrie. What's your name and where are you calling from? Ah, the call dropped. Guess I got a call back. Hot topic tonight. Guess y'all scared to touch it. I will keep going in. Because I'm getting ready to address some of the some of the um, things that were said. Um, yay! I'm getting kisses on Facebook. I like that. I like that. I like that. That's another reason. The females who believe in me, they scared to talk to you niggas. They scared to again come out there and be truthful to even in front of other females. And they say, "Man, Kyrie, thank you. I don't need but one or two thanks." Because I'm not doing the wrong thing. I already know that. I'm telling the truth, and I'm standing in my honesty. And I can prove every damn thing I'm saying. But this whole infatuation of I'm not sharing. I wouldn't even ask the men. A man will share. He just gonna, he just a liar. He just lying. Oh, I ain't sharing. I ain't sharing my woman. No, 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 no. You wait nastier than what she is. And then, ladies, you really can't say nothing. Really, if everybody start pointing the finger, we'll get somewhere. If we start pointing the finger, then we can get somewhere. But shit is all just crazy as hell. Calling from the one one one. I got you back again. What's your name and where you calling from? Hello, am I am I um on the air? You are on the air live with Coach Kair. What is your name and where are you calling from? Peace, Coach Kair. This is Kali Isha Akenzua, and I'm calling from Atlanta. I'm sorry that um the phone kept hanging up. I got a reception. And really, I don't trust it, so I'm going to try to share and share with you why I called in real quick. Is that okay? Take your time. You ain't going nowhere. I got God on you. I'm I'm, I'm going to light two more candles to make sure you stay on the line. Go ahead and say what you got. Come on, let's hear it. All right, all right. So I feel you. I hear what you're saying um, about the polygamy. And what I like the most about you talking about it is how you acknowledge, too, that it can't really be this ego-based thing where the one man is just talking about 
you know, it's just me and I want five women to be circling around me and focus on me and I'm just going to be the center of this thing. Like, if you're going to have, if you're going to say that, then you need to allow your woman to, to, you know, be able to build with other, other men too that she likes. Otherwise, it's just, it's not fair and it's not balanced. Um, I just came out of a polygamous relationship and at this at this time it was just me and another sister that were with him and it was just um like I wouldn't recommend it to nobody um mainly because the heart will do what it will do and it's just not possible for a man to say I'm a love you know two women equally so there's gonna you know what I'm saying so like you know you're gonna like be analyzing what people do like you know how many nights is but me, how many nights does he sleep with her? Does he smile harder when she tell a joke? You know what I'm saying? Even if you were in the same bed, it's like, is he always hugging her in the middle of the night? So, you know, that kind of stuff could really just mess with somebody's mind. And nobody wants to be, you know, second place or whatever. And so, like this brother, he's been doing this for years. Last year he had four women. They always leave because he, he just can't never get it right. He might have one who's the top. She'll be top for a while. Then another sister will come in who he treats, you know, equaled and the top one leaves and it's, you know what I'm saying? So he just, ha- he just has this revolving door and that's what I see with most polygamy. I don't see it really like taking root because, I mean, especially in the black community, it's just too emotional. People just feel left out. They just feel like, you know, like you really having to share your love. Like it's less love for you with less time for you. Um, so I like how, I like, I liked your idea where the woman too will get to holler at, you know, build with other people. Yours sounds more like polyamory as opposed to poly, uh, polygyny. Um, or, two, it would have to be, like, I think, like a menage to where, like, the two women were in a relationship and they were both in a relationship with the man. And that way you don't have, you know, somebody sleeping alone at night listening to two people in the bedroom adjacent giggling and being in love. Like, so that's what I've seen with that. That's what's up. Now I want to, because I use everything like Obama says as a um, as a teaching opportunity. So let me ask this question: um, Is it okay if I ask you a question? Yeah. Do you have you seen the movie The Secret? Yeah. So do you know? I mean, do you accept the fact that we attract? You know what I'm saying? Our mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. Would you consider this brother a liar, or he got some lying tendencies? Um, the one you talked about, where you said you wouldn't recommend it to nobody. He he he's been doing it for years, and yeah. he's unsuccessful in it. He can't be yeah. successful. He's only successful at keeping them for a little while, but he's not successful at maintaining the household and um, putting out no generational wealth because there's only two of y'all that was here, and you said you just left, so it's only one. There's so only one now. You, yeah, it's only one. So would you consider him to have some lying tendencies? Um, okay. Technically, yes, but I didn't I did not have a problem with him being deceptive. I don't tolerate people who are liars um cuz it makes me feel unsafe. I don't deal with them, build with them or nothing. Um I feel like for instance, he would kind of he he could kind of make the truth sweet. You know what I'm saying? He can kind of play with words so that you know it's not like he's just like a goddamn liar or anything. But it's like he know how to finesse language. Um, but it didn't bother me. But I knew he was doing it. I knew he was doing it. Um, 
but I would not call him a liar. He's just, he's he's kind of he's charismatic, you know. He know how to present stuff. Um, Look, he knows what I'm, not I'm, to say. You know what I'm saying? I'm charismatic. That nigga's a liar. Okay, if he make the truth sound sweet, that's what shape. That's what Shaitan do. All right, that's the whisper that gets you off your path because you could have been spending your energy, a diligent young lady, intelligent. Know what she know what she want and bringing all this good energy to the table, and you over there wasting it on this bum, mm-hmm. on this bum ass jerk of a liar. I wish you call his fucking name out so I could blast him on the damn air. You know what I'm saying? And he can get my number too because we don't run from no fucking body. Why do you Period. call him a liar? Why do you think he's a liar? Because it's unsuccessful. When you tell the truth, it stands up like pyramids. Last year he had four wives or whenever. Now he got one. And then you was there. But my point being was, how did he get those other four women? How did they sign up for it? Did they sign? Have we got to the point where, as long as it sounds sweet, we'll take it? Now I'm not making a I'm not making a judgment, but I'm making an observation of what you just said. Is he made it sound sweet? So so uh, it was all right for the deception. If you sign up for the deception, then you got um, you a deception co-partner. You a co-conspirator to it. So you got well, I, so. I, I never feel like he misrepresented. I'm sorry for interrupting you. What it, I don't feel like he misrepresented what it was though. Like he like he always let let us know like, you know, any sister that come through, if I'm feeling her, that's the new wife. Like he and there's no there's no limit. And I'm a, I'm a mess with whoever. Like he always let us know that. You know what I'm saying? But just he he seemed like such a prize. I think a lot of women are willing to sign up for it. Because in theory it seems to be okay, but then in practice, when you go into bed alone at night, hugging yourself, and you can hear him, you know, talking in soft tones to the chick in the room next door, you know what I'm saying, when you realize what it really is on a day-to-day having to share your man with so many other people, you know, to the fact where you just feel like, you know, I'm just this plaything when you're ready, when you feel, when you're in the mood for me, like you're in the mood for chocolate, now you're finna come over here. You know what I'm saying? It's just a lot different than if you got somebody who is giving as much of themselves to you as you are giving to them. So here's my question. Thank you for that. And and definitely I honor you and thank you for your honesty. And you don't have to worry about nobody really ridiculing you or nothing over here on Original Native Radio. We don't play that. But my question is, because the thought, spirit is saying, ask what has made the level of insecurity go down that low where a woman is going to accept and willingly volunteer for that type of bullshit. Where is it that she, like, before before you got in a relationship, you knew you wanted some companionship. And so now, and of course, you you need, uh, you wanted some rules and regulations. So he came in and said, you can't see who you want to, and I can see who I want to. These are the laws. And then you sign up for it and you co-sign to it. But what was the innate thing that made you say, I'm going to sign up for it? You can say, I mean, and I'm asking you because I want to say, well, what would make a woman do that? I'm asking you what what was it for you that made you say, I'm going to sign up for that? Because hindsight is twenty twenty. As you look back in it, you're not back in that situation. You said you're not going back, and you're not recommending that anybody else go back at least and try it with him. So what was it 
that made you, now that you have hindsight 2020 and you're speaking with honesty, what made you even get into a situation like that where you couldn't find another situation that was more loving for you? Um, I don't know. Like, I think just emotionally I might not be um, as intelligent as other people. I think other people can imagine the situation in their mind and they can know how they'll feel in that situation. But all I know is that, you know, before I moved in, when I would talk to him on the phone, you know, like just so he, he's just he's he's he gives a lot of compliments, you know, with God is this, black perfection that, you know what I'm saying, queen this. Um, you know, he he just and then he's he's very um intelligent and attractive and exciting. I don't he's just very he's very seductive. And, is the dick um, good? We want to know that too. Tell everything. You know what I'm saying? How's the sex? And then the sex was off the chain. I was addicted. You feel me? So there you go. There you go. So yeah. now, but I know so after is, a so month, is that the shortage? Is that the shortage out there? That is that um, if a man has those qualities, um, women are giving him passes like that. Um. Yeah, I don't. Mm, I don't know. I don't know because like he's not really successful. Anybody, he really only had me for a month. Talking on the phone, that's just like having an internet relationship with somebody. You since it, since you're not in the middle of it, in your mind it's one thing. Because he was calling me every day, giving me all kind of attention when I lived in another state. But when I was in the house, that's when I that's when I could see what it is. It's the same way for an internet relationship. While you on the internet. It's a completely different relationship until you meet that person, and then then you are really faced with the reality. So really, he only had me for a month, and then I was like, fuck this. And that's how he is with other women, too. He can keep them for greater or lesser degrees, depending on how able they're able to jump, soon they're able to jump out that situation. But like I said, he's not successful. Um, he's got one now, and she's unhappy. She stay unhappy, complaining about him. That relationship is not nothing to brag about. So yeah, he does it unsuccessfully and I don't see any I don't really see anybody do it well. There's this one brother actually who's trying to talk to me now. He got two women and they seem they be giving each other foot massages. They're they he been with them for two years. They both trying to have his children. Some reason he's doing it better for some reason. I don't I don't know. I'm the situation I just came out of makes me not even want to try it again with nobody but I don't know. It might be a better, it might be better, but, but mm, that's my experience. So yeah, I can't really say like you know. You said it was low self esteem. You said I just attracted my mirror. Um, uh, I I can only tell you what I was able to tell you about the ins and outs of things like that. I might just be adventurous too. I I was probably poly poly curious. You feel me? <laughs> but see, look, the good thing is. Now you're being mono-honest. That's where it starts at. When we talk about, in the progressive love movement, when we talk about open relationships, open means being honest. You know what I'm saying? Honest that I just need some attention. You might could come in there and just say that. I wouldn't have even signed up for you. If you go into another situation like that, you sit the brother down and be like, look, 
I'm going to kick it with you and whoever other chicks that you got, but make sure you got time for me on X amount of Y days and such and such. And if, um, I need to know whether I'm number one or number two or only number one. Sit down and say that shit because all you're going to be doing is two things you're going to be doing. You're going to be stacking up emotional karma and baggage for yourself. Mm-hmm. Two, this joker definitely got some some spirit attached some 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 disagreeable entities attached to him, and even though I am fully not for that shit of well, whoever you have sex with, you got the energy with them for the rest of your life. No, the fuck you don't. But if a motherfucker got a bad spirit on them, they can put a bad spirit on you. You know what I'm saying? It ain't their energy. It's a damn attached entity that's been disembodied. Some people may call them ghosts. You may call them an ancestor. All ancestors ain't got your best interest at hand. You see what I'm saying? All these females I had talking about, they want to call down these big segments and collies and all that. You better be careful because them motherfuckers is ruthless. And if you have no training on calling down a deity or an ancestor and you're just winging it from a book, you're going to just get winged in the head by what you get down. They'll just come down the skies and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm so-and-so. You call, you rang. Yeah, let me ride with you. Let me rock with you. Because what they want to do is live off of your sexual energy. And they finding that we so full of lust that they is 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 easier for them to get a it's easier for them to damn catch a ride on us. We human beings, now just imagine if you was an extraterrestrial. How would you look at a human being? As a bag of salt water. That's all we are is a bag of salt water solution with a pumping heart. But the one thing that separates us from the angels is we have free will. So we got will to choose to go into that. What I would say in your situation is keep a journal, watch your actions on what you've been doing, and write down what you want and be clear on it. That's that's the key is be clear on what you want because you did get what you wanted and you got what you deserved because if you don't ask for nothing and you have to get scraps and get leftovers, then that's your fault. I, I can't be nice to somebody and be like, oh, well, it's such a sad thing that you got the leftovers. You didn't ask for first helpings. You came in on some leftovers. And, yes, it was sounding good and all that, but these are things where we have to have some willpower. We got to sit down and start saying, hey, I can't just be rolling with this any old kind of way. These are some specifics that I want. And I promise you if the universe don't see specifics, it'll make a joke out of you. And that's how you feel it now, like, oh, he played me. But you forgot the number one reason for coming to the planet in the first place. Growth. You came you went into the relationship looking for sex. You came into the relationship looking for some um emotional stability. You came in wanting some ear candy. You came in wanting some attention. All those things are secondary and third and fourth and fifth. None of them shits is the primary. None of them. Your primary reason everybody came down here on the planet Earth is to grow. We got to get back to God. And if anybody's in the way of you getting back to God, then they're an enemy. So this brother, you pro- he, he probably was conscious, right? Ah, damn, she dropped off. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, I hope she, she's still listening on the computer, but it still goes the same way. Don't fall for that. And the person I'm mad at, I'm not mad at this young lady for calling in. I'm mad at this bum-ass nigga who just damn, he, purpose, he putting a lie out there. 
and what's she doing? Rocking with it. I got another caller on the line, 336-549. You're on the air with Coach Kair at Original Native Radio. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Oh, God, buddy, what's up? Oh, oh, what it do, what it do? Hey, man, you know what it is, man. Just to make it happen in the building. Man, you know, you look, look, yeah, I just, I've been I checking your show, man. You know, I got to get ready for my show in another seven minutes, man. But, boy, man, I love it when you go in with truth, with, with truth, you know what I'm saying, with the damn truth. I'm just going to say that with the damn truth because sometimes the truth hurts people. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's a lot of people out here dealing with these damn these damn pretty-ass lies and shit. You know what I'm saying? And people 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 are scared of the ugly truth. You know what I'm saying? People are scared to have open and honest dialogue with each other about real shit. You know what I mean? They just go through life like it's a goddamn, uh, like, like it's the wind. You know what I'm saying? I mean, what the fuck? I mean, man, you know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's like you know. I mean, real talk, real talk, coach. You know what I'm saying, man. My my opinion is this. You know what I'm saying. Either you are gonna wake up, or you are gonna be the damn zombies. You know what I'm saying. You know, if y'all, if y'all notice, there's a whole bunch of shows on TV about zombies and everything. That you know, the zombie is you know, it, are you gonna keep being zombies in your life, or are you gonna be awake? You know what I mean. And a lot of people, conscious, whatever people talk about, especially now during this time, man. You know what I'm saying. 2012, whatever, 11, 11, 11, they are, they, they, they are still, still damn sleep, son. You know what I'm saying? With, with, that's with a, with a, that's a, exactly what I'm talking about is it's it's almost like you can go over here with these 85ers in the unconscious and get more honesty than you can from these motherfuckers talking about some hotel and peace God and peace God. And, 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 and the thing is, this is the thing. Men and women, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a PSA, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I got to get off the thing real quick. I'm going to give y'all a PSA. Be honest with yourself and others at all times. When you go into this thing, you need to be I'm, – I'm giving y'all some lessons I learned from the coach himself, all right? I'm a student of the coach. This is what you need to do. You need The first thing, the conversation that you need to have with this person is your honest intention about what you really want. Don't – fellas – don't go in. I'm tired of these dudes going in with these damn ladies just talking about, baby, I just want to kick it, take you out. Nah, man, really, you just want to fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's what you really want to do off top. You know what I'm saying? Women, if that's what you really want, you know what I'm saying, say that to the dude. You know what I'm saying? It'd be like, man, I don't, I don't really want all that. But we go into it with the same, I don't care, conscious, unconscious, whatever you want to do. We go into every relationship with the same Thing like we've been going in like since we've been in damn elementary and middle school, the same shit with these same toxic relationships, and wonder why the shit don't be working. Hmm. I mean, and look. So, what if the lady come up to you and you be like, "Well, look, to be honest, I and mean, what if she got like some locks and she come in there talking about her name is, you know, sister this, that, and the third, and um, you be like, "Well, look, you're very interesting, but I really want to tap that ass." And then she turn around to you and say, "Well, you got to pay to lay." What you going to say about that? Are you going to call her a whore? Because she says, well, you got to pay the lay. What you going to say oh, about that? Well, you know, and I'm like, well, I, I, I you know, hey, you know me, I respect your hustle. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, I mean, you know, a whore. No, I love them terms. You know what I'm saying? Are you, you a female whore or a male whore? Ooh, wow. You know what I mean, man? Bubba all that, man. We got to change. We got to change. We got to change the, the terminology with shit. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, 
you know, from the beginning of time is everybody who, who, who so-called sleeps around with a bunch of different people and getting new experiences, are they considered whores? Mm. I don't know. I mean, I mean, with me personally, you know, I, t- you know, I had, I had a sister a couple of weeks ago. She said, well, you know, you got to pay, you got to pay to get this. Lady. I was like, well, you got to pay to get me. So I, I see we're at an impasse right now. What are we going to do? She started laughing. I'm like, I'm feeling all Man, give me a shout-out. Let them know where your radio station is. I know you got a show coming on in three minutes. Tell them what the station yeah. is. Oh, man, y'all come check me out, man. We have a real sex talk each and every Wednesday night from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, MrMakeItHappenRadio.com. You know what I'm saying? Y'all come check it out. Tune in to Zoom in. Put some champagne in your campaign, man. Listen, if y'all, if y'all men and women are not down to have open dialogue about sex with each other, you know what I'm saying, and your intentions, man, y'all might as well just go ahead and jump off the damn the, 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 the cliff on the Grand Canyon. You know what I'm saying? I'm tired of this. I'm tired of y'all out here with manifesting these toxic relationships with each other. You know what I'm saying? And and, and you know what I mean? And y'all up here y'all up here with this insanity mentality. When you keep doing the same thing over and over, men and women, in the bedroom and think it's gonna keep working for the next person. Man, y'all crazy as hell. So with that with that coach, I'm out. And I'll holler at you later, guy. I'm gonna holler at you, baby. Hey, we'll pop you over in a minute. Ain't no doubt, man. Let me keep keep shining over here, man. Keep winning, man. And, and big ups to all the all, everybody out there, man. That that's, that's listening to your show, man. Y'all need to, man. Y'all need to. Y'all need to turn all your friends on Facebook and Twitter to tune in to Coach Kyrie's show right now. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. All right. Peace out, homie. All right, peace. Yeah. I got another caller calling from the three three six nine eight seven. Three three six nine eight seven. You're on the line with Coach Kair. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hello, Hello? caller from the three. Yeah, three three six nine eight seven. Hi, this is April. Hi, Coach Kair. Hey, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Uh, uh, you got some comments or questions on tonight's show tonight? I don't really have a question. I just had a comment um, about the young lady that called. I was kind of confused as to well, – I'm not trying to get but I was just kind of confused as to how it was difficult for her to see that there was deceit and lying with the things that she was told. Because I feel like if if you don't have the full truth, then 100% it's a lie. It's a lie by omission. It's a lie by deceit. It's it's a lie. So I was just a a little doubtful as to maybe how... She didn't see that. Well, that that goes back to the programming. Once, once, um, all right. Let, uh, let's go back to the slave. Let's go back to the slave plantation. And sometimes the, the slave will go up to the master will cough, and the slave will come up and say, "Boss, we sick," or the house will burn down, and the, and the slave will say, "Oh, boss, our house burned down," because you put yourself, you you program yourself so much that. Um, these are normal circumstances. 
Like, I'm drinking out of the toilet all the time. So when somebody give you a fresh glass of water, you like, what's that? I don't want no smart water. I don't want no Aquafina. I don't want no alkaline water. I drink out of the toilet. You know, this is what I've been doing. Not saying that she's a toilet drinker, but I'm just giving I'm just giving those analogies because right, it's so insane. That's what the song said. Uh, she get it from her mama, and these insecurities are in psychology we call them the Jahari window, which is your blind spot of what you can't see that you're doing that's harmful for you. Have you ever tried to get an alcoholic and say he's an alcoholic? He's like, ain't nothing wrong with me. How you get a crackhead to stop smoking crack? Oh, ain't nothing wrong with me. A sex addict to stop having so much sex. Ain't nothing, the, the first thing in all sicknesses is denial. Somebody going to get, um, somebody telling you that, um, that you got cancer, it's a denial. And that's why I said, you know what, I can't just keep on, I got access, um, get this message out here. I can't just sit back. And just let women just keep on going on and on. I'm just typing my little fingers off and shit, writing damn essays. I done probably wrote a damn half a book already in the last three days just on this one particular topic. Right. On, I just feel like it's so... The universe is really speaking because um, this conversation came up when I was speaking with a few of my girlfriends the other day. And I went and I kind of read what you posted on Facebook about your questions. And I was just thinking, like, well, I was sharing anyway. Either you're sharing and you don't know it, or you know it. But either you're sharing. Exactly, exactly. Now, that's what I'm talking about, somebody honest that comes in. And because if you're a female right now and you think that this rascal is just all about you, then you got the game twisted because Holly Berry is on TV. Venus Williams is on TV. The porn porn is on the Internet for free. These dudes is being, dist- I mean, a, a TV commercial got ass and titties is falling out of it. His mind cannot stay just trained just to you. So to me, that is, and, and that's why I said, somebody was like, so, Kair, would you share your woman? I, I was sharing her before she got to me. She was sharing herself with others before she got to me. I'm not going to ask somebody to do something impossible. Hey, I need you to um, be my girlfriend or be my woman or be my queen, and you got two hours to learn all the Tai Chi that I learned in the last ten and a half years. That's fucking ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm either, I agree. I'm going to accept you as you are, as you come into the damn room, because I'm ex- I, am ex- I, I desire the same mirror treatment. You know what I I'm saying? And I I think that's the problem. We are not accepting of people being themselves. A person tells you who they are when you meet them. You hear them, but you're not listening. If we just took a moment to listen and really let it sink in and process, we would be in a lot better state. Because people tell you who they are. But you have a choice to listen. I think a lot of times um, people want to try to change people and you want to try to make them into what you want them to be instead of allowing them to be in their space. That's just my thought. Well, I thank you so much for your thought because it is definitely respected. Let me get a nine in the chat room if you're feeling the show tonight, too. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. 
I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling in, for listening, for giving me your energy. It is greatly appreciated, and thank you for that show enough refreshing honesty because we need more of it that these females, they know from the gate. And then they sit there and pretend and then come and try to tell me, talking about my man ain't cheating. Your man see another woman, he cheating. And why is he cheating? He can only cheat if he's your property. When did the man become your property? Why? What is that about? Who came down to earth to have some have a male piece of property or a female piece of property? Get up off that game. Thank you, April. I appreciate it. You're welcome, Pumpkin. All right. Peace. Hey, hey, hey. This is Coach Kyrie. We are in the building with Original Native Radio. If you want to give me a call in tonight, raise your hand and give me a comment, 347-205-9089. I'm really kind of glad that I, obviously I must have some supporters in here. The way y'all listening, hey, go on over to my page then and say, that nigga is going crazy tonight. Or give me a, give me some feedback on my page or something. I'm looking for some of y'all to call in, give me some comments. The chat room is over here popping off. Queen Mother of Nine, I see you. Sexy Money Magnet, Black Bones, Fuzzy, uh, Katarin Ray, that old long name, MMA 5284, Heru, the Congo. Hey, I appreciate all of y'all for checking me out tonight. If I'm, a, if I'm lying, I'm flying, and I'm sitting right here in this chair. Um, definitely drop drop something in the chat room if y'all want to give me a dialogue or give me a um or if you got a question or a comment. I remember earlier I did see um I think human connection. Ooh, MMA says most females would be down with it if the man was upfront with his intentions. Wow. Um Heru Her, the Congo said we come to the marketplace to get our goods. African proverb, hmm, marketplace equals earth. Yeah, but you're supposed to grow when you're down here. You ain't supposed to just come down here and just think you're going to just eat all the time. What else we got? Um, if you ain't, if you aren't ready to see it, you are not going to see it as a lie. Hmm, somebody being programmed, they don't want to see it. They just want to come in and participate in the lie. I think we're going to have to talk about that, too. Uh, Human Connection says, I can agree and attest to a life of God love. It ain't easy living around a bunch of foxes and their beliefs. Like you, I ain't coming back down here to do it again. This is my last time as a human. I'm going to learn my lesson and ascend to a planet or something next time. You dig? Hell yeah, I dig. I ain't trying to keep coming back down here. But this big part right here about if we aren't ready to see it, why is it that women don't want to see this particular part of the truth. Is it something that they're hiding? What, what is it? You know what I'm saying? The brothers, I just call y'all just some liars. You know what I'm saying? You let your dick rule you, and you're fucking up the community. That's the damn big problem I got. Oh, come on, making all these videos on YouTube, yada, 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 yada. Oh, I'm just a liar. I got another caller on the line. Caller from the nine one nine one nine four three five. You're on the air with Coach Kair. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Peace, Coach. is Rock Hammer. Ah, shucks now. What's going on, God? Come on, give me some feedback. You tell me to shut up or blow up. What you got for me tonight? Well, you know what happens to whistleblowers, right? <laughs> the women ain't saying that. whistleblower. If the women say something, they blow on the whistle. They, if you, if you're a whistleblower, you never get a job again. 
You heard about the Penn State thing, right? With Joe Paterno and all that with the kids. Yeah, yeah. You know why nobody said nothing when they saw when they saw the brother with the dude in the shower, the little boy in the shower. Because if he said anything and brought down that billion-dollar program, then he wouldn't get a job anywhere in the country. Nobody said nothing. It must have been like 10 or more assistant coaches and chancellors and all these people that knew what was going on, probably even more than that, but nobody said nothing. The reason why is because they knew once they said something, they out. And that's what mm. the sisters is they know if they say the truth, that these brothers are not going to get with them. They'll be blacklisted. What? You see what I'm saying? Come on, man. I love a sister that that, that tells the truth. So you try trying to say that if she tells JoJo the truth and JoJo says she's blacklisted, then I'm not going to want her either? I want an honest woman. Yeah, man. Well, you know where you're at and where I'm at, but I'm just saying that's what's going through these women's minds. And you see the same thing happen in corporate America. So they just say, you know what, I'll just play the game better. And that's what a lot of these sisters are doing, just playing the game better. I'll play the game better. God damn. <laughs> and they are playing the game better right now. They are yeah, they playing the game better. The funny thing is brothers think they win the game. You know what I'm saying? Like all these men oh. think they win the game. Really, women are winning the game. Like they started winning like 20, 30 years ago. Mm. I just I just be looking at men nowadays. I'm like, y'all are losing. <laughs> I'm looking at your face. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can see it in your face, it, and, and you can see it in couples when when the couples get older, the 70s and the 80s, and the brothers just broke down. And mm. the woman is like, she's ready to she's ready to start a whole new life. She's waiting for his brother to die off. Mm. You mean she put some more money on the insurance policy, Rakim? She added a zero to that hundred thousand and made a million. Exactly, that's exactly what's happening. The brother can't even damn move. Like the last five, ten years of his life, the brother can hardly move. Coach, he's sitting hey, in the chair somewhere. She got to feed him. She got to wipe his ass. Or she got to put him. Or she got a good insurance policy, and she just put him in the nursing home. Exactly. And she got a, and she got a nice big and she got a nice big old house that his credit helped her get about fifteen years ago. Exactly. But and women are they'll wait they'll wait till he he dies naturally because they don't want the family tripping. But the point is, I'm not you know the point is what I'm saying is is you know Mr. Magic was saying this earlier. You just gotta keep it real because you're not gonna win. You're not gonna gain nothing by hiding the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you mm-hmm. as a man, you got an insecurity, and that's why you're doing this polygamy or polygyny stuff, you know, trying to stack a bunch of women in your house, basically sexually starving their ass and just so you can you can look good in front of your boys and community and shit like that. That, that You know, you're not doing nothing with that, man. You know what I mean? Talk and about I've that seen, for a second. I, I've been in communities, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've lived amongst polygynous communities. So I've seen this stuff in action. I've seen it working. And these brothers are not happy. Mm. They keep mm. women to the mix. You know what I'm saying? Because they're just not happy. Because he can't tell the truth. He done signed up for this lie, and he got to ride it till the wheels fall off. Yeah, like the, like the sister was saying, you know, the brother just keeps cycling women in there, but he's not handling his business. 
What about this that thing you just said? I want to hear about um, sexually starving the women out. What is it? What is it about that technique for him and his boys, or how he wants to look in front of other people, even if it's only other women? That sounds like some old competitive jealousy shit. You know what I'm saying? Where here he is trying to say, I want to vie for um, the most attention in the whole household. Is that what that is? Yeah, it's like you know when I was in. In my spiritual part of my spiritual community where polygamy was allowed, I was in that for ten years. Speaking from a from a man's perspective, that you're trying to look a certain way, you know, it's the same as this shit in high school, man. You know, you try to get the most girls. The brother that had the most women was considered like a player. He was also more attractive to the other women. You know, he was, you know, big up by the other men or whatever. That's what it was all about. It's the same thing the polygamy game is. I'm not saying I'm not even saying that it's about that the brothers have you know not good intentions, right? But it goes back to what you were saying: they're not being completely honest with why they're doing what they're doing. There's some major ego stuff up in there, and I know that from being inside of communities where this was allowed to take place. Mm, and you know, over here, I call ego easing God out. And that's why I came in with this conversation in the first place because why are you why can't you spend a little more energy trying to impress God? Why can't you build take that energy that you're trying to damn um mentally manipulate these females that you can't manipulate in the first damn place because she's already having sex in her mind with your homeboy and your teacher and and the last guy who rocked her world. And why can't you take some of that energy and put your thoughts on God for a little bit? You know right. what I'm saying? Where's the God connection? That's that's really my whole thing is the whole God connection, and now you're worshiping um, your own ego or you're worshiping her sex organ. I don't mind you putting it up now because I love some soft, wet, wet, you know what I'm saying, for JJ myself. But don't try to ask me to make a, um, make a choice between, you know what I'm saying, that thing between your legs and the most high source that that got me here. You see what I'm saying? What's up with that? Yeah, man, my thing my thing is you know, you gotta balance the power out. You know what I mean? Like if you're really walking the walk and talking the talk in terms of that, then give her the same amount of power and freedom that you got in the relationship. Mm. So if mm. she wants to add on or she wants to Go take a trip, you know what I'm saying? Like, a, give her the power and the freedom to do that. Now we're we're on a level playing field, and now you've empowered your goddess. You made a goddess. You mm. um, we got to talk about disease, bro. We got to talk about disease because a lot of these females are saying I'm not sharing, and the number one reason is you ain't bringing you ain't bringing nothing up here infecting my womb. How is it? You know what I'm saying? Can you please, please explain that if you already fear? your womb getting infected, it's already on the way in front of your womb being healed. Can you talk about that for a second? Yeah, it's just like you said, the law of attraction. It's like if that's in your mind. I mean, everybody's had the experience. First first of all, let me back up. You mentioned Sean Tepnizyama earlier. I mean, he basically says that everybody already has every sexual disease in, in you already. Every virus or whatever is already inside of you. Just like cancer cells. Cancer cells are already inside of you. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff manifests in your body as full-blown cancer when you uh, begin to violate certain emotional laws and natural laws within your own self. 
and the same thing with with sexually transmitted diseases. It's like everything's already within you, but that belief, you know, of giving them power over your life, you know, through fear and that kind of thing is what gives them, is what allows them to manifest. So if any woman or any man is talking about, yeah, you know, I fear this and that or this and that, and giving power and energy to that thing, then, yeah, it's going to manifest in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like you're already you're already claiming that. So in the present, you are that. You are sick. You are inflicted with a particular disease or illness or whatever. The game is already over, and everybody's had that experience. You know where where you feared something and it happened. You know you fear getting into a car accident or getting a ticket or you know that person's gonna leave you or whatever, and it happened. It always happens. So. I mean, it's just, it, that's an old paradigm thought process to think about stuff and worry about stuff and think you're going to avoid it. It doesn't happen that way. And in terms of STDs, what people got to understand is if you have an illness, the body, every cell in your body is replaced every 18 months. So your body has... It does and has the capability of replacing every single cell in your entire body every 18 months. So the bottom line of any illness that you have, whether it's cancer or you have a, you know, what they call sexually transmitted disease or whatever, you can get beyond that. I mean, there's enough evidence out there of these things being healed on different levels. Of every single disease or illness or whatever you can think of being healed, you can get beyond that. You know what I'm saying? So people need to change their thought processes around, you know, how they maintain health. You know, saying about how they, um, you know, stay in a place of balance and equilibrium with their physical and physiological health. That's what it boils mm-hmm. down to. Mm-hmm. Y'all listening to Coach Kaya tonight and that master teacher, Rakim Sekou. I had a 510 call in. There it is. I think somebody had a question for both of us. Y'all still rocking with the best. Rakim, stay right there, buddy. 510-912. You're on the air. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Kaya. This is Ayana calling from Oakland. How are you? <laughs> What's up? West side in the building. Left coast. Ayana, peace. Hey. Okay, quick question. I was, uh, as I was listening to you all talking, what came up, uh, what is this whole idea of being in love, and why is it that as soon as we think we're in love, that's when all of the, the trouble begins? You know, I'm gonna let Rock him. I'm gonna let my guest, I'm gonna let my guest gunslinger go ahead and shoot that one about the sky first, and I'll come in and get the scraps. Rock him, you want that one? Yeah, so Yana, are you saying that people think that once they be, that they become in love, that there's going to be trouble, or that there actually is? They think that it's going to be trouble. It, it just seems like the idea of of being in love, or when you have the sensation in your body, energetically, emotionally, where you're like, "Hmm, I really want this person to stick around. I want to be with this person. I want to talk to this person all the time, and so on and so forth." For some reason, I just, um, looking at it and experiencing it in my own life and what I think I'm looking at it through other people, it just seems like it has something to do with obsession, possession, hunger, attachment, 
and all of those things. And I'm just wondering what what your understanding is now of this in love feeling, emotion, sensation, and how, and just kind of how it flows for you. Right. Well, so let's just look at it for kind of for what it is. Whenever you have an extreme pull towards a, a, a material or physical object, and that could be a woman, a man, cake, I don't care what it is. If something's pulling you and you're like, you're all in, you know what I'm saying? That's an imbalance. I mean, the bottom line, it's like an addiction. It's no different than, like, crack cocaine or anything else. There's something, you know, there's, a, there's something within you that's seriously drawn to that thing. Now, should you partake in that when you have an in-love feeling? Yeah, you should, right? Because you need to explore and understand why you have a draw to that person that's so strong and so intense to the point where if they break up with you or do something that invalidates you in some kind of way, you know, you'll smash a window out of the car or some shit like that. You know, like one of my spiritual brothers about six years ago, I mean, a, a woman shot him when he was sleeping in the bed because, you know, he was messing with some other women. You know, like that's the kind of thing. So when you have a very strong pull of magnetism towards somebody, then that's an imbalance. So what you need to understand is there's a reason for that. You've got to stay in that relationship to understand that. And you have to also understand that there's going to be, according to the law of duality, a a an opposite expression of that emotion, which is usually the jealousy, the anger, the fear, et cetera. It's going to come up. If you look at a lot of the in-love scenarios, you'll see both sides. People intensely in love, like just, you know, abnormally extremely in love, like real tight, and then you see, like, some shit really hitting the fan, you know, a year later, two years later, whatever. But that's just the equation balancing itself out. Because the truth is, love is a very light, a very free thing. Love, by definition, is unconditional. So you should be able to love and allow people to be themselves, you know, allow yourself to support them in any way without fear or issue of what they do. So if they do something that I don't like, quote-unquote, I'm not hurt by that or affected by that or going to argue with them about something. You see what I'm saying? That's what love is. Love is very light. It's accepting. It's open. So when you're in love, like African people say, you know, when you fall in love, it's a dangerous thing because when you fall, you're going to get hurt. You know, it's an African proverb that talks about that. So, yeah, if you have a real strong in love feeling, you need to look out for that. But at the same time, like what we teach at the Love Academy, Jujimawa Love Academy, is that you still need to go through that experience to understand why it's there. Because if you try to avoid that person or that in-love feeling, it's going to come up for you later on through somebody else or something else. Like that, whatever that, that void is that you have or that validation need you have within you is going to manifest again in the future. Mm. So I don't know if that answers your question totally or not. Oh, completely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I want to get a little piece of that. You're right. He definitely dropped it like it was hot, but I want to just put a little little more icing on top of that if you don't mind. Oh, Go ahead, bro. Oh, drop it. Hey, we walking around life. You uh, you know like when a cat um when a cat is coming down a mountain, how he th- he he throws the rope. Which way do you face when you coming down a mountain? You could you go down the mountain backwards. You see what I'm saying? You don't like walk facing the ground. You always looking up at the top of the mountain, holding the rope, scaling down the mountain backwards. So let's just take the mountain and lay it down flat. 
that rope is our life experiences. And we walking through life backwards thinking that if I let go of this rope, I'm going to fall to my death. I'm going to let go of my past experiences. Hey, hey, dumbass, the mountain is flat now. You know what I'm saying? You can let go of the rope and stand up, and you can do something else you never even thought about. Turn around. Like, we don't turn around and face the unknown. We have to keep on doing things based off of something that I can quantify. It's all about the numbers. You get into a relationship. What's the stupidest question you can ask the person when you first get with them? How many people you don't slept with? The fuck is that about? Where do I rank? Where do I rank? You know what I'm saying? Who is, is, is this dick good? How is this pussy? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I don't know. I forgot all my past lovers. How about that? How's that answer suit you? You know what I'm saying? Because... And that's the problem is we keep on looking at, well, JoJo hurt me. Then such and such went down. Then such and such went down. Then I got in this relationship and all hell went wrong. Ooh, then my mama looked at me this way. And then such and such and such and such. That's what I'm talking about. God is behind you. You sitting there walking with your back and you don't want to turn around and look at the unknown. So we keep on holding on to, if we have to go to church, Satan. Satan is your past. Let go of it. There is no law nowhere that says I got to keep on moving forward by what happened in my past. If that was the case, you wouldn't have a Microsoft because Bill Gates don't qualify. This motherfucker didn't even finish with college. And I do not want to hear that Illuminati dumb shit neither. I don't even want to hear that. I don't even want to hear that. We just picked Bill Gates because we're in the Illuminati and we're going to make him the Illuminati so he couldn't go to college. What about J. Edgar Hoover? You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of people that made crazy advances. You think they? Um, you think Don King just came and picked Mike Tyson, or somebody the Illuminati just came and picked Michael Jackson? You know what I'm saying? These cats came from nothing, and then all of a sudden, star power hit them. The same star power can hit your relationship if you turn around and face the unknown. Pop, 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 pop. Turn around. Release the past relationships. Oh, I used to do it like this, so I got to keep doing it like that. Not if your ass is over 30 years of age. You better put on some new draws. That's what I, I've been asking people last week. I was like, so if, if you're still doing relationships the same way you've been doing them for the last 15 years, why are you still taking showers? Why don't you just go ahead and just keep, you know what I'm saying, stop taking a shower. Just keep the same odor on you that you had on yesterday because all you're doing is covering up. You know what I'm saying? We washing the external, and we so concerned about what the external looks looks like. Oh, I got with this new boyfriend, so I cut all my hair off. I got with this new girl, so I start letting my dreads grow out. This shit ridiculous. This shit is ridiculous. Get out of the past, because you can't go back to it. So y'all always used to tell us, there ain't no time machine where you can go back to some damn past and damn correct it. If I'm going back to the past, I'm getting ready to buy me some land somewhere. I'm going to New York. <laughs> And cop some land before the Indians give it all away. You feel me? Does that help a little bit? Yes, thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. We thank you for calling in. Y'all still rocking on live here tonight with um, Coach Kair. Rakim Sekou is in the building. We got Oakland, California over there on the west side, left side. You know what I'm saying? It's smoking good over there, 420s. Well, it's a little later than 420 right now. But... This is the kind of conversations that y'all might as well go ahead and get used to hearing from Coach Kyrie post nine eleven. Rakim said, "I ain't getting no job nowhere else. I'm a Rakim." <laughs> That's right. You gotta do your thing, bro. Gotta make it happen. I, hey, this Texas hold'em, son. <clears throat> I'm all in. 
I'm all in. I got my cards on the table. I ain't bullshitting. And if you want to play, come on and rock with me. I got another caller calling in tonight. Um, 386-675. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? You're on the air with Coach Kyrie and Rakim Sekou. Peace. What's going on? Peace, peace. What's going on, Kyrie? Man, it's Darius, man. What's going on with you? Uh, chefs, man. What's going on, God? Peace. No much, man. No much, man. Listen to the show, man. Liking everything I hear and everything like that. But um, you touched on one thing earlier, whatever, and you was talking about how a lot of, for guys or whatever, is that guys, you were talking about the, the ego thing, talking about easing God out. And I remember um, earlier this year, whatever, I was reading a book by Iyana Van Zant called The Spirit of a Man or whatever. And um, she was talking about that too as well, about the easing God out. And so what I really wanted to touch on or what, you know, what maybe something you, you can give insight for the guys to do is how can guys learn how to impress God more instead of the physical attributes of a woman or whatever, you know what I'm saying? I just want you to touch on that mm, a little more. Mm. Let me go on on that one first, and I'm going to let the damn Long Ranger come in second on that one right there. Rakim, you ready? Yeah, I'm going to follow you, bro. All right, all right. The first thing, if we – Okay, we already related everything to the physical. Oh, my God, I'm going to get kicked out for this one right here. Oh, my God, I'm going to get kicked out. It's a wrap after I say this year right here, yo. I'm glad I got secured. I'm glad I don't, don't nobody know where I stay at no more. Check it out. Okay, the men are so wrapped up into the physical, right? right. So um, Elijah Muhammad said we got tricked out of our true selves through tricknology. So you got to do something to your subconscious to slightly put some more bait on the hook. Because as much as we love pussy, we love money. You see what I'm saying? We love money right. now. Right. Because we know we can get some pussy with some money. True? Right. Right. Because then sometimes the pussy will chase us because we got the money. Exactly. So now all we got to do is remember big ego, small bank account. So you really can't afford to ball till you fall with a big ego. You get a smaller ego, let God back in, your bank account is going to grow, you're going to realize it came from God, and you're going to start being able to do some more godly-type work. You're going to change your thinking into godly-type thinking, and then you're going to attract a different type of godly goddess into your cipher. So we have to start off with saying, let me switch my mind over to some of the money a little bit and keep it balanced because the women want you for your earning potential. Pow, pow, pow. I just shot You're myself right. in the foot right there. The women only want you. They're looking at you. I'm putting on de- I ain't putting on deodorant for Darius and Rockham. I'm putting on deodorant for Susie and Jenny and Kissy over there in Las Vegas. I got some other ones over there, too, but I ain't saying their name. But, you know, them big fat booty, big, you know what I'm saying, um, butt girls, I'm putting on deodorant so they can say, oh, you smell so nice. Your smell doesn't repel. But what can you do for me? I'm putting on deodorant for Janet Jackson because Janet Jackson, she spoke for the women, and she says, what have you done for me lately. What have you done for me lately? Meaning, are you breaking bread? Where's that ATM card? What, what's, what's up? You know what I'm saying? What's your earning potential? Uh, and what's the first thing they say? Oh, you stay with your mama. He ain't even driving. This motherfucker could have one genius ideal that could make him billions of dollars, and you prejudged him, and you slipped and missed him. So I want to put that back over there on the ladies. But for the brothers, if you make your ego smaller, 
your bank account will get larger, and then you can start doing some godly work. But as long as you got a big ego, the little check to check that you live in, you only going to be using that, and you really the one getting pimped. Like Rakim said earlier, men ain't pimping no more. Women is major, major pimping right now. Major, right. major, and they're watching you. They're watching right. you. So for me down being upset at these niggas for lying is still a wake-up call for their ass, too. I've been for, for, for 10 years, I've been asking the ladies to do one thing. Stop giving that pussy up until that nigga go read a book. Make that motherfucker write you a 500-word essay before you give him some pussy. Right. Man, it'll be a fight at Barnes & Noble. Amazon mm-hmm. won't be able to handle it. You see what I'm saying? But no, right. women don't say that. What do they say? Well, what's your credit score? Um, excuse me, I already have three children already. What you going to do for us? How you going to uh. support this? Oh, not un- uh, unprotected sex? Uh-uh, because if I get pregnant, it costs $100,000 per child to have. So what you going to do for that? She ain't even got no original love for you. When that orgasm right. is the thing that can heal her, go in her womb, fight, find out what's wrong, and heal her. Oh, I'm going to get pregnant. I'm going to get... You don't know that you only um you can only get pregnant every three you know saying only three to four days out of the month your ovulation period, right. so really you already know these not no days for you to get pregnant. You trying to trap that cat up? Be like, oh let let me make it nervous. I done seen that shit too many damn times. Oh my god, oh you oh you came inside me. Uh oh what what you gonna do if I'm pregnant? What you mean it ain't been but ten minutes? It's only been ten <laughs> minutes. You pregnant already? Remember <laughs> this shit is crazy. Rakim, help me out. Hey, man. I mean, my thing in terms of, you know, the balance and the God piece out is, you know, there's things, and Kyle, you, you basically was, were talking about this, but there's things you need to do and honor just as yourself as a man. You know, there's certain laws you got to deal with. And if you are paying attention to that and really honoring that truthfully, then that's going to help balance out the ego piece when it comes to dealing with the women. You know what I'm saying? Like one example is, you know, men really learning and understanding how to deal with the women on a sexual level. Like a lot of men are getting educated through porno movies or, you know, you know, not doing any education or just talking to their boys or whatever and don't really know how to deal with the women properly. So right there, from a sexual perspective, so right there it's a violation. You see what I'm saying? Like there's no balance. So now, you know, you're bringing a woman into your life or multiple women if you're doing the, the polygyny piece and you really are not able to heal them on a sexual level. Mm. So, you know, because there's all ego in there. You're not subjecting yourself to, you know, something higher, to, to some wisdom, to a teacher like Master Sinyan Saraswati or Master Nityama or whoever. Right. Or, you know, at least getting a book or something, like doing something to, to grow your person. So you're violating that that masculine law, the, the law of the monk. You know what I'm saying? So you're just out of balance, and, and men need to really... You know, they really need to, to focus on that God alignment, that universal alignment. And if they right. can stay in alignment, then you know that you're holding your woman in higher regard than just your ego. And things can be in balance. And, that, oh, and by the way, that's when you know that the whole polygyny piece is in alignment. You know what I'm saying? Because, again, there's nothing wrong with being in a polygynous relationship. But you have to have some skills and some some shit going on in order before you subject your women to that. It, it, was one, it was one thing, too, as well, is like, you know, Elijah Muhammad said that a nation can rise no higher than his woman. 
So, you know, a lot of times, I know, well, personally for me or whatever, I've been getting, like, a lot of more interest into, like, energy and, like, energy work or whatever. So when you, you know, when I come around, like, certain women or whatever, I can kind of feel that they have, like, a void or whatever in their life or whatever. But how can a man or whatever try to, like, teach a woman or, like, not try to teach a woman, but try to have a woman to, like, try to heal herself, you know what I'm saying? Because it's kind of like everywhere you go, it's like that J. Cole song, Life Out. You know, they don't want to be enlightened or whatever, or they don't want to be their own teachers or whatever, they don't want to be their own healers. So how can a how can a man introduce a woman into, like, being healed for herself? See, to me, the main thing is what happens is a lot of women come to men for help and assistance. Mm. Um, and uh-huh. they they say that in in different ways. But men, you know, you, you know when a woman, you know, needs your support on an energetic level or just whatever. And the thing is, you can't abuse that. Like, if she comes to you for support, then give her support without putting conditions on the relationship. Like, it doesn't mean right. that you got to get the pussy or that, you know, she's got to be in a relationship with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, still allow her her freedom, allow her to grow and do what she needs to do, and then offer you offer her your gift. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got, you know, you're, you're mentioning you got particular skills in the, in the area, then just offer that without all these conditions and stuff and allow her to grow into her goddesshood. And then going to the Elijah Muhammad statement, what what everybody who's listening needs to understand and realize is that, you know, nobody's really seen the goddess yet. Oh. You know, not in terms of current culture and, and, you know, where we're living now. Like, y'all have not seen the power of a woman. Like, because right. she's been suppressed by the masculine, by the male. So, you know, the, the the goal is to get her, to get women to a point where they can really express this power. Because that's the only way we're going to heal the planet, you know, and raise out of this, this third circuit of consciousness. So, right. you know, we really need to, to take a look at that. And, and I don't, you know, I understand what Elijah Muhammad was saying, but, you know, I didn't see personally a lot of feminine empowerment within the nation of Islam or any Muslim culture. You're right. You're right. You're right about that. You know what I mean? So we, you know, we need to. It's again, it goes back to the love thing. You know, are we willing to, as men, assist and support women without looking for something in return? You know, understand the universal law that you know you're always going to get paid. You know, if you if you do for others with a light heart, you will be compensated for that service. You know, whether it's money or somebody comes to help you in a time of need or whatever. But a lot of men, you know, we're so, we got so much healing to do. Um, we just don't want to take the, take a risk on a woman coming to us and us letting her go without us really, you know, kind of taking advantage of that situation. And we got to get beyond that as men. I mean, if she want look. If she wants to be a part of the family, then cool, she can be a part of the family. But recognize the fact and understand, like, is she saying that because she's got some insecurities and, you know, like Nityama says, some self-worth issues or whatever? You know what I'm saying? And if that's the case, then you need to, to coach her and guide her and make sure she has the freedom to make choices when her awareness is raised, which could be a year later, two years later, and allow her to express herself the way she the way she needs to. It's a challenging piece, man. I mean, you know, men, we got to, 
we got a lot of stuff we got to work on to get this right. Right. Um, so we got to challenge ourselves. I mean, that that goes back to your first question that, you, that I was answering. You know, we got to we got to deal with ourselves on an honest level, and if we if we're able to do that, it checks the ego automatically and supports the goddess automatically. Cool. Hey, I'm feeling that right there all the way around. I, I'm a, The last part I'm going to put on that is quit thinking with your dick, fellas. Get you a damn teacher. That's the other problem I got beef with is these damn flugazy-ass, hotel-ass niggas who don't want to get no damn teacher. You know what I'm saying? You want to get you a damn book and um, somebody ask you what's your lineage or how do you qualify I feel my thing is pull them old Shaolin movies back out. You know what I'm saying? Or why don't you go pull the same shit with the Bloods and the Crips? You you can't go walking over in the Crip neighborhood with no blue on and you ain't in the and you ain't been jumped in. They'll whoop your ass. Right. But we don't do that here. We just let everybody just come and you know what I'm saying false flag, uh, you know what I'm saying pump fake in the paint and just do all that. We don't call nobody on that shit. So I was like, you know what? I got Mercury retrograde in my natal chart. I got Mercury retrograde in, on my side. <laughs> let's go ahead and let's call the ass on out. Let's damn flash these whistles on these motherfuckers. I ain't been getting a check from y'all no damn way. You know what I'm saying? So why? And that's the thing. We we as men must start to practice what we preach. That's why me and Rock Kim is on the line because we practice what we preach. Am I down with sharing a female? No problem. But not because she just come in talking about what well, you want it. I really don't. I really want one female who got some good damn sense, some good damn sex, and who want to damn meditate at the level that I want to meditate and go on that spiritual journey like me and put the damn work in. I ain't found her. I ain't challenging nobody. You know what I'm saying? But what I learned was my path is for me, and that's the uh, and and I may have to walk so and I may have to walk part of this path by myself. The women ain't built like that. Women ain't women are not built like that that I'm going to be walking by myself. I'm glad that you ladies are doing some of this lying so you can teach me a lesson. I got somebody on um somebody on Twitter talking about should I share my paycheck with an incompetent person? If you pick them, then you got some incompetency with you. How do how did an incompetent person get to you so damn quick and you just start blaming them? That's why I love the progressive love movement. Rakim, can you please explain no blame, no shame in the progressive love movement, please? Yeah, no blame, no shame. I mean, this whole concept that, you know, somehow somebody's doing something to you. I mean, again, you know, it, it goes back to the brother's question. You know, we're violating natural law here. So what you're basically saying is you don't have control over your life. You know, that... Um, you know, you're powerless in the situation, that you're a victim, you know, that's, and, and therefore that breeds fear and, you know, just all this, these thoughts around, you know, this necessity to be at war. And the thing is, it, it's not healthy. It basically kills you. And you're not recognizing your godhood. So if you understand that you create your life and that you're in total and complete power and control of everything that happens in your life, then how can you blame somebody for some crap that's going on? You know what I'm saying? Like, how can you blame, you know, I hear a lot of people say, well, you know, this person is no good, they're shiftless or whatever. You know, but like you said, you pick that person. You know, don't blame them 
uh, for acting a certain way, and you selected them to be in your life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you've seen all the signs of that happening even before you got with them on a formal level. Like, you saw the signs, and if you didn't see the signs, then again, it still comes back to you for not getting any any skills or training. I mean, how are you going to pick a life partner? You're going to spend the, the next 60, 80 years with this person, and nobody taught you how to pick somebody. Mm. Subject yourself to go learn and get educated about how to choose a partner, how to choose a mate, a lifetime mate, someone you're going to let inside of you or that, you know what I'm saying? Like, how, how are you going to blame somebody outside of yourself for that? So, yeah, when we say no shame, no blame, you can't blame other people for what's going on in your life under any circumstance. And the shame, that means, but you also can't, you know, down yourself, you know what I'm saying, because it's really not about, you know, you being perfect and you're supposed to know things. It's about we're growing, we're perfecting. You know, if somebody is, is doing something to you and, you know, it makes you feel bad or angry, then, you know, you got some more work to do, got some more some more skills to acquire, but don't be down on yourself about it. It's just a lesson learned, and you can move on from it. Don't get into this guilt thing, this depression thing, like, oh, woe is me, or, you know, like, no, it's like, okay, that's not what I want. Let me move on. So don't blame the person outside of you, but definitely don't blame the person inside. Don't blame yourself. So that's what it is when we're talking about shame and blame, is understanding the universal law that we have the power to create our lives. Hmm. That's what's up. We we got the power. Stop all that. Stop all that pointing the finger. It ain't doing. You heard that in the in the past, right, Darius? When you point one finger at somebody else, you got three pointing back at you. That's right. That's always that, right. That rule has not changed. You know what I'm saying? So we definitely appreciate you calling in tonight. Thank you for the insight. Thank you for the question. You got another question? Another comment for us? No, man. I'm good, man. I'm good, man. But thank you for everything, no man. Continue to listen to you, man. You know what I'm saying? I follow you on Facebook all the time, too, bro. All right. I appreciate it. Check out my man, Rakim, too. Now, Rakim Sekou over there on um, Facebook. He got the books out there for y'all, how to tame your how to tame your woman. That's what y'all need to get up on is how to tame your woman. You see, I took the shortcut. I just made friends with the author. You know what I'm saying? I like reading right. the book, and I'm friends with the author. That's what KRS said. Don't just look at the book. You don't know what it's talking about until you know the author. So that's why we got to start putting that out there, you know what I'm saying, as God. You know what I'm saying? What is your work? Are you going to write a song? Remember when uh, Lauren Hill was, you know, when she was just down in the dumps and the blues and whatnot, she just made an old depressing-ass song about it. And look what happened to her career. It just kept on going. You know what I'm saying? When do we start talking about, you know, the up and upside of what we're going to do as brothers? You feel me? All right. That's what's up, man. I appreciate it. I'm going to holler at you. All right. Peace. All right. Peace. Oh, yeah, Rakim, we ain't never getting another job, Ryan, no more. I'm glad you already got a girlfriend and a wife because it's over for you. Ain't nobody talking to you no more. Man, it's a lonely world out there, brother. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, boy. Hey, I'm cool with that because... As a God, as a God slave, that's my employer. He always send me something in the cut. I got four texts on my phone right now talking about the show is on fire. We love you. Get it. Great show. All of that. 
You know what I'm saying? So us whistleblowers, we get love, too. We don't mind on getting from the corporate level, but, you know what I'm saying, I don't see nobody jumping out of the chat room or jumping off the call either tonight. They're just sitting up in here chilling. I'm going to give you all a chance to, um, a real quick chance to call in, 347-205-9089. I'm going to go over here and turn you all on to something. We're going to do a quick, quick commercial break about these Juju Mama systems that my man Rakim um, helped put down originally. I'm the coach of the CN28. He's the founder of the CN28 and CN25. And right now we're up under a gathering moon. And the best way that you can receive these things that we're talking about is say yes to them. That's the other thing that they can help the brothers out, learning the yes ritual. The women, they rule the magic and the mystery. We rule the light and the common sense and the logic area. But we still can use the same technique. We got to start being able to open up and say yes. So I'm going to run this joint down by flowetry, just say yes. Then I'm going to come back, take some more callers. I got a couple more joints I'm going to drop before we get out of here. I'm going to holler at y'all. Now what you feel, let me understand. 
going to let y'all go on over here and go off to sleep. I know y'all trying to get on the phone and um, try to call up something real nice and smooth to get over there to your crib and put you back in that groove. And we don't mind that. That's what we're supposed to do. But we're going stick to the, stick to the script for these last couple minutes. Rakim, I got to talk about the subject of karma. Karma, karma, karma. I have to bust one more bubble up in here. In the chat room, somebody just said, I met a guy, he was in prison, and for something that he did when he was 12 years old, his girl said that he slept with her, he didn't, and then he went to jail for a long time. And then all of a sudden somebody else said, oh, that's sad. No, it's not. Because you always find yourself where exactly where you're supposed to be. I talked about this earlier, but I might have been talking too fast. This is not a Christian lifestyle of this your first time on the planet and your last time on the planet, so you got to get it right. That's some bullshit. Go get Master Yao's book, Yao Morris, Natural Blueprint to Relationships. And look what happens. This, go type in hypnosis and look at these people going into their past lives and having all these memories in their DNA. The DNA is four, four point some billion years old, and you think that you've just been on the planet, you're only going to do 60 years. Come on, man. These people be trying to commit suicide and get out of these um, out of this judgment call they got to pay with God. No, your ass got to come back. You're going to have to divvy up. It's like you're trying to run out the back of the restaurant, and then the big gorilla bully is sitting right there outside the door talking about, you got my money? Well, Are you drunk up all my liquor? You came on the planet. You had all this good-ass time. I gave you all this power. You had all this responsibility, and you just damn fucked it off. And now you want to sit and try to run out on the tab. I tell you what, I'm going to ball your little ass up put you back inside of a damn sperm and egg and stick you back in that woman over there. I'm going to let your ass come back in the project this time. Now take that. Rakim, what do you got to say about karma and people thinking that they only been here one lifetime? Yeah, it's a deep piece, man. I mean, it, again, going back and understanding this whole natural law and universal law, you know, the life, what we, what we consider to be life right now, is just one aspect of what life is, you know, and I think part of the issue is the language because we say death and that somehow means the end of life, but it's just a different aspect of life. So that's the first thing we understand is that, you know, essentially, um, you know, we we have no beginning, we have no ending, you know, as individuals, as consciousness and energetic beings. So, yeah, you you know, we're here to learn, we're here to perfect, we're here to you know, have these various experiences of expression. So you have to understand that if you understand that, it changes your whole perspective in terms of how you live the life that you're currently conscious of right now or aware of right now. So and, and from a karma perspective, yes, it's true that we bring things from previous lifetimes into this current lifetime, but the biggest challenge is, is that, and like Master Sunyata Saraswati said, is that most people's karmic implications that they're experiencing right now, Kair, are based on how what they're doing this lifetime. <laughs> For that interview we did with, with you, that you have Master Senyal on your shows about a year and a half, two years ago, and he said, no, you pay for that shit now. 
<laughs> so what's the, what, it's not like it's really not like people bringing a whole bunch of stuff from previous com, from previous lifetimes into the, the new lifetime. What they're bringing in is the, the way they're currently functioning. You know, not not recognizing universal laws, not acknowledging their purpose, and violating. Folks, you're violating what your own consciousness and and awareness is telling you to not to do or not to do. That's what the karma's kicking kicking ass. Like you know, and and, and everybody has their own set of laws and principles that they're going to be governed by. So all you got to do is live your personal truth, and from a karmic perspective, you're straight. You know, you could be. You could somebody could look at you and be like, man, that's a real bad guy. He's like a murderer or whatever. But if in your for if if you're living your truth and it requires that you murder somebody, then you're straight. You know, you're not gonna tell a samurai, samurai warrior that his karma's fucked up because he killed somebody. You know what I'm saying because he understands the laws of life and death and when to use force, when not to use force. You know, he understands that. Or if you're at war or whatever. So we can't make these these blanket judgments. Live your own personal truth, like now today, and you will deal with your karma correctly. You'll you'll get your karma straight, and you'll see your current life, you know, being in order, being in balance. And then the same thing will happen in terms of your future lives. You'll be able to ascend. Mm-hmm. Like they were talking about in the chat room, you'll be able to ascend to the next level. You know what I'm saying? You you will have perfected this experience. And you get to go to the next level, which would be a whole new set of challenges. You know, the the physical forces are going to be a lot greater. Like you think gravity's a motherfucker now? Okay, ascend to the next conscious level. It's probably like two or three times the gravity force that you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? And now it's not pulling on your physical body; it's pulling on your psychic body, your emotional and mental body as well, which makes it harder for you to live truth according to how you've been you know, manifested in that physical form. But if you live your karma, you know, correctly, you live your personal law correctly in that new consciousness paradigm, then you'll be fine. You'll be straight. But if you bring, you know, if you violate, if you don't listen to what that inner voice is telling you, but you don't subject yourself, you know, to, you know, a teacher or guidance when you know you need it, then that's when you're going to find yourself in trouble. So that's my that's mm-hmm. my karma piece. Hey, y'all better call in. The show's getting ready to stop streaming on the net. The um, calling number is 347-205-9089, 347-205-9089. I got 23 of y'all in the chat room. If you don't call in within the next 60 seconds, you're going to miss these last uh, 15 minutes. So try to get on the line ASAP. So go ahead and make it make it ring because other than that you're just gonna be in the chat and some of y'all gonna to have to drop out. Um excellent, excellent, excellent presentation on on karma, brother Rakim. And for those of you who listening who wanna say, Oh well, I'm gonna to try to find a shortcut to that. You've been made accountable just because he said it. When you heard it, he's already done his job as the Messiah. Messiah comes from the word Messo, which means to anoint. You know what I'm saying? So he already anointed you with the truth, the facts. He's living his. He's a living example. I'm living mine the best I can. And now 
you start to say, well, I'm going to go ahead and turn my back on that. Malachi York used to say, only fools duck when the truth is thrown at them. I say, don't be a fool. If you live in your personal truth, can't no harm come to you because you're going to have a hedge around you. The Bible ain't all bad. Look at your boy Job. Job had a hedge around him. The devil couldn't even do nothing to him without asking permission because Job lived in his truth. You understand? Lost his family, lost his kids, lost his wife. What happened in the end? He got all that shit back tenfold. He didn't go for the okie doke. He didn't go for the bologna sandwich. And the big thing, like the brother said, stay focused on your own shit. Some man in the chat room was like, so what about Hitler's karma? Why are you worrying about Hitler? Let's look at the people Hitler supposedly killed. For one, you weren't there. Okay, none of us on this call that old, you weren't there. So you're using third-hand information what somebody wrote in a book, all right? And the victor always writes to history. You ain't getting none of the losers. So he's always talking about, oh, these, it's, it's such a terrible thing. That's propaganda to be controlling your emotions. So when you see Jew, I give you the upper hand and give you my money because you had something tragic happen to you in the world that has never happened to anyone else. What about all the motherfuckers that killed him damn in um in fucking Rwanda? Can I say I'm a damn Hutu or a Tutu and damn you give me your money? No, but if I use the word Jew, you're supposed to feel sorry for me for what Hitler did. So what about the Jewish history? Where'd they come from? What what were they doing? What were they doing to deserve that? And if you guys chosen people, once again, I know I'm stepping on toes with this and why God didn't step in? Why he ain't step in and be like, hey, 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 don't touch my people. Because God don't do that stepping in shit. He let you down do your own shit. I gave you I gave you the greatest gift that I didn't even give the angels. I gave you free will. And now you still want me to damn come down there and damn rock with you? I know sometimes God be tweeting. He be like, get the fuck out of here. Come on now. And that's not no blasphemous on my side. That's just real, that's just real talk. He gave me an original mind to say shit like that. And I'm accountable for it. And it's not even this whole judgment, you know what I'm saying, pointing the finger, all of that shit, we're getting off track. The basics of what this conversation came from was females, if you see another female over there hurting, will you let your man go over there and give her a hug? Will you let her go over there and let and let her sit on his lap without you having to say, why she got to sit on his lap? You sit on his lap and you feel good about it energetically. How in the world is it now? All of a sudden, that's got to be taken away from. That's got to be taken away from her. Why can't she have the same thing? Rakim, is there some kind of quiet, unspoken competitiveness going on between females? What's up with that? Well, it's what it, what the foundation of it is is the fear. It's it's based on the fact that we live in um, a materialistic, capitalistic society where everything is basically you know, um, a good to be traded, you know, to bought, bought or sold. So we're working on this scarcity model. Like everybody is, is fearful of not having what they need or not having what they, they think they need or want. So that's the issue when, when the other girl sits on his lap or, you know, if the guy sits on, you know, with the, with this other girl or whatever, the, the issue that these couples are having is they're concerned that they're going to lose something, which again is is an ignorance of of universal law. You you can't lose anything that um, that belongs to you or that you've attracted. 
so you know it's the, that's what's happens more like oh if I lose him uh, there's a, or I might lose him if he gives her attention because she's going to take him away or whatever. So that's what the issue is. It's that law of scarcity. It's that scarcity model that people have bought into, and that's what brings up jealousy and all these feelings. Hmm. So look, because you know somebody's thinking on the call, they like, ah, uh, he just saying that shit. What if, what if his damn wife uh, want to go over there and she want to go out to dinner with somebody else? We seen your wife, Rakim. She fine. You know what I'm saying? How does Rakim handle his wife going out on a date? You know what I'm saying with another man or spending time with another man, even spending the night with another man, and he's not a he, He's not out over there stalking or looking through the window or nothing like that. How does Rakim do it? What's his technique? Well, I mean, at this point, um, I'm at a point where I'm happy about it. And the reason why I'm happy about it is because, like, my wife loves to go on dates. She loves to chill with all kind of people and, and just have fun, and that makes her happy. And I'm, you know... I'm glad that she's happy. That makes me feel good that she's doing the things that really feel good to her. So I'm, a, you know, I'm in full support of it. Um, you know, even when it comes to sexual experience with other men, like she loves to have sex. She loves different types of interactions with men. And I think really all women are like that who are honest with themselves. All people are like that. No person likes the same thing of anything. You know, and if anybody disagrees with that, then eat the same thing every day for the next two years and see if you can do it. It's almost impossible to even do. Wait so, a minute, Rakim. Hold, hold, yeah. hold, hold, hold on. Some of these women, some of these women on my Facebook status were proclaiming, I'm all that this man needs. I am more than enough. If he get with me, he ain't going to need nothing else. What you got to say to that? Well, part of that is arrogance. It's arrogance and ego. <laughs> How is one human being going to declare to another human being that I know exactly what you need. And on top of the fact that I, I'm saying that, that's the first issue. The second issue is proclaiming that you are that thing or that person. I am all that you need. I mean, that's just not even, it is not even logical. We have to go to higher levels of consciousness or, or brain function to, to work with that. I mean, where does that come from? How is somebody going to say that? How are you going to tell me what I need? I mean, look look at your growth process throughout life. How are you gonna know what I need next year? Did you know what you needed? You know, when if you take your if you take your life back ten years ago, twenty years ago, did you know what you you were gonna need the things you need today? People even know what they need tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't know what people are even talking about. But again, I do understand because they've bought into you know this whole romanticized Western European you know outlook on relationships. You know, it's Romeo and Juliet shit. You know, where motherfuckers, if they can't have each other, they're going to kill each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, what You know what the hell are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a billion women on the planet, but you can't have this one. You're going to, you're going to cut your throat or poison your head. What, what do you, you know, that's a, there's an issue there. There's a mental imbalance. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I don't know what people are talking about. Now, if, if you're saying, I'm going to be a good wife for this man, then that's fine. That's a great statement. You know, you're going to do your best to be a good wife, to be honorable, but it still doesn't mean that's all he's going to need. And I'm not even saying that a man's going to need more than more than one woman. Like you said, you're looking for one good woman, right? I'm not saying he's going to need, 
you know, other sexual experiences or whatever. Who knows what he's going to need? The point is, I can't define that. You know what I'm saying? You can't. Nobody can define that. You know, the it, psychologists say that um, that human beings need 12 hugs a day. So for women who are saying, you know, in order to stay sane, you know what I'm saying? And, and that starts when you're a child, you know. For the women who are saying that, how many women can honestly say that they're providing that for their for their man, that they're giving him twelve hugs, twelve acts of affection every day? And the ones who are saying that they're doing it every day, they're lying. You know, you, you got to go back to and honor our history. Go back to African spirituality, African culture. Yes, it takes a village. There's a reason why we lived in villages. And, and historically shared everything, including, you know, our spouses and sex and those types of things, because you will you will go insane like this culture currently is right now. You will go insane without affection, without human touch, without human interaction, with a variety of sources. I mean, just like just like you go you'll go insane if you're in the same environment. If I put you in the same room. And you live, and you can't leave that room. You're in that room for the rest of your life. You will fucking lose it. What are people talking about? They think they, that there's only one thing that they need in their life of anything. You don't even breathe the same the same air, the same composition of nitrogen, oxygen, hydrogen. I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. You can't. This shit doesn't even make any sense. So again, people need to they need to just take some time and look at and and resolve things like what they've been taught and told and say does this shit actually make sense and then they need to ask themselves like how do i how do i really feel and you might have to go back to childhood you know they have to go back to your teenage years you know your early teens and say well how do i really feel at that time it's like you never see children uh little children like three four or five years old and they're at the park or in the mall with their parents, and they see somebody, and they want to walk up, they want to touch that person. They might, you know, might be a little white child, they, they see a black person, they point at them, and they want to walk and, and grab them. Like, that's what, that's natural. You know what I'm saying? To gravitate towards other people, out of curiosity, out of attraction, whatever you want to label it. That's healthy. I mean, how many times do you see somebody that you're attracted to that you don't even talk to? That's insanity. That shit is ridiculous. You all are killing yourselves, and then passing that shit down to your children, and then talking about why why are the communities all fucked up, and you don't even speak to other motherfuckers. I lived in New York last year, Kyer. I mean, nobody's talking to anybody up in New York City, and then you walk <laughs> by a thousand motherfuckers and won't say shit to anybody. You know what I'm mm. saying? What the? And you know what people do to compensate for it? Because love is mandatory. So what people do to compensate for it is they all get dogs. There's so many dogs in New York City. I mean, there's shit all over the sidewalks, man. Mm. I mean, mm. messages. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? There's no human. We don't have the healthy human touch, healthy human interaction that we deserve to have, that we could have. But we got to examine our beliefs, man. I mean, the shit is out of control. And And we're all... And look, we're all growing together. Just because I have a particular view, I'm not saying I'm not the kind of person like I'm on a higher plane than somebody else. No, if we're all here together, we're all on the same conscious level. 
we're on the same awareness level. I'm aware of certain things, but not all things. You know what I'm saying? So we're all in this together, but we need to work together and collectively start to change things so we can move to the next level together. We got to do it together. There is no individuality. I'm not ascending to some higher plane of consciousness and leaving every seven billion rest of y'all behind. This shit don't work like that. I don't care what people are talking about. It's a collective consciousness. Either we all go or none of us go. Period. Mmm. It is, y'all. Hey. We done set the record straight. I feel so much better right now getting this off my chest. I want to give a big shout-out to the whole JLA family over there at Juju Mama Love Academy. Big shout-out to Mercury and Retrograde, baby. This is why, Rakim, you know, like the last three Mercury Retrogrades come up, you be like, shit, don't this one feel a whole lot better? See how we getting started already? Yeah, this feels really good, real good. Telling and it's the a- truth. And damn, opening up, we 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 getting a little bit of clearing over with, letting letting room for the gathering to keep taking place. Woo! Y'all keep on playing and not getting up on these systems right here, right? You gonna be because it's how you do get to choose how you experience this lifetime. And um, like Rakim said one time when he came to Greensboro, he said, "Give me them billionaire problems. I done already slept on the floor and had them problems." Yeah, if I'm gonna have problems on either end, give me them billionaire problems. I ain't choosing to be, be keep on living out of lack and scarcity and all of that. Forget about that. Will Smith hearing about Jada wanting a divorce is different than somebody who makes you know fifteen thousand dollars a year and their partner is on unemployment. That's a whole another stress factor around in the house, you know. But it's it's. It's just that whole thing, like you said, the arrogance that we have. That's the part that, you know, remember, that was them. The humility is what gets you places. The humility is the key. I tell people relaxation is the key because then you can see where you need to be humble. I don't have to be humble to everybody. I, Rakim works with me all the time. Kair, just be a little easy on them. I'd be easy on the ones who I'm supposed to be easy on. The old women crossing the streets, these little children. But you motherfuckers who be lying and coming up with all that arrogance, I ain't going to sit here and let you stick me with no knife and think and, and then laugh, you know what I'm saying, because you the one who took me out. My name ain't Malcolm X. No, 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 I'm not calling the security off so you can kill me so my women can go unprotected. Malcolm X left. Malcolm X abandoned seven women. That's the last act that he did on this earth. He did a lot of good stuff up until that point. Betty Shabazz, she had four daughters, and she was pregnant with twins. That gives you seven. So you put religion and all that in front of your women, in front of your women because of your arrogance or because of your misunderstanding? Nah, we can't have that. We can't have that. And then look at the long run. Look, how did Betty Shabazz die? She died unprotected. She died unprotected. She still didn't result to being slick, and she still held on to what? The virtues that Malcolm gave her, even though he abandoned her. That's why I said, like the dude that that the sister was talking about when when, when the show first came on, he's still a liar. He may be a slick talker, and she was like, I don't really want to consider him a liar. You know, I signed up for that, so, you know, it made me feel good for about a month and whatnot. Do you have, you know what I'm saying, do you got time to be off for a month and then on again for a month? What you going to do? You going to do six relationships next year? Where is the bonding going to take place at? That's what the 12 houses of the Zodiac. After the partnership comes the bonding. 
I'm all for marriage. You know what I'm saying? But I'm also for honesty before marriage. They're talking about pre, uh, uh, premarital sex. Where's the premarital honesty at? When you just be, when you can tell me, be like, look here, me and you match up very good. We can do some things together. But do you see them baby fat jeans walking over there? Good God Almighty, ain't she thick? And then the crazy part is the females, especially with, with this stuff going. I ain't even did the show on the uh, bisexuality and the lesbian stuff that's popping off in the conscious community and. What happens when I blow the whistle on that one, Rakim? They really gonna hurt me then, right? Yeah, you're through. <laughs> you got, you move. Y'all don't want me to say nothing about that. You, you know what I'm move. saying? But that, but that, yo, Carrie, that arrogance piece, like you're saying, that's a big one. Yo, one of four Americans believe Jesus is coming back before they die. Why, what? why the fuck? Why the fuck do you what's think he's gonna come back during your lifetime? You know what I'm saying like. <laughs> You know, say like Bill Maher talked about this on a on a on his comedy show. Like that's that's the kind of area you're talking about. I mean, Jesus supposedly came back two thousand years ago, and he hasn't come back yet. You know, for the rapture, whatever they, they call that. Why why do you believe that he's going to come back on your watch? We, we're talking about the Son of God here, right? Hmm. What what, <laughs> what, what knowledge do you have? What calculation are you using to to calculate that Jesus is coming back while you're alive? That's the kind. I mean, and I'm and I'm saying that because even in spiritual societies and spiritual cultures, I mean, what are you all talking about? You know, it doesn't matter. Nobody's immune. And you were talking about the black houses community and all that. Nobody's immune. Like. Everybody thinks that they're ascending to the, you know, take it down about a million. You know what I'm saying? And really look around this motherfucker. <laughs> the arrogant, I mean, you know, that ego, man. It's, it's, it's crazy, man. Jesus is coming back to meet you personally? He come back, to, you know. <laughs> Cats. Angry man, cats is just lashing out. You are, okay, so let's look at you. You took them all the way back to Jesus. I'm gonna just take them back to Reagan. Okay, I'm gonna just take them back to Reagan. Like some of us was born right around the Jimmy Carter era, and so we really got lied to when Ronald Reagan got into office. Cause that's when we when you 13, 14, you start looking at politics and stuff like that, and so they start making you promises. They be like, look here, children. They're going to be a better situation when you get older. Don't listen to your parents. Participate in this system. Participate in this system. And so we participated, you know what I'm saying, next 10, 20 years. Here we are, 33, and we're looking back at the government now like, yo, Reagan lied to us like a motherfucker. Yeah, but it's a generation that came after us who was listening to the Bushes and the Clintons. And they looked at us and said, uh, that's the Reaganomics generation. You know, you're going to provide better for us, aren't you, Mr. Government? Aren't you Aren't you going to – you're going to do right by us, aren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do right by you. Sure, sure, sure. Just sign up by this. Same way like that first brother was on the line. The sister came in. She was like, well, didn't you used to have four wives last year? He was like, yeah, 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 but don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I'm going to do you right. I got you. I got you. I got you. When we going to – 
the, the arrogance is getting us in trouble. That you right. The arrogance is getting us in trouble. Too. I'm just gonna be like, Psh, I don't believe you. I'm gonna go ahead and participate in the same old bullshit and get some different results. Shit keep on happening, man, and we keep on getting hit across the head. So, wising up, people. Stop being so selfish. Rakim done told you you got all the diseased genes inside of you already. Change to an alkaline diet. Get some cucumber and rub on the penis. Rakim, did you get that um, uh, 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 white tigers yet? Yeah, I got it. I started reading it a few days ago. Ah, shucks now. Ladies, it's all kind of cures out here that you can, you know what I'm saying, stop the disease from infecting your mind first. You know what I'm saying? And everybody who's talking about womb healing is not a is not a um, real womb healer. It's a marketing tool. You see what I'm saying? A lot of these people are pushing shit as a marketing tool. So for those of you all just com- coming into the movement or the enlightened phase or whatever, please don't come in with some marketing ploy that you saw everybody else doing. It was like the Wu Tang movement when when the Wu Tang dropped uh, thirty six chambers. Everybody was talking about some peace, God, C cipher pump. You ain't even know what C cipher pump. You can't even do the day's mathematics, but you gonna sit here and run it like. But, but you heard it in the mainstream, so now it's acceptable. We gotta start taking things more serious because we pa- we pa- we passing down this poisonous lifestyle down to the babies, and that's the bullshit. That's that's like all I gotta say. That's all I got to say. Rod, you got some more closing words on that before I shut this shit down? Hey, man, that's it, bro. I think we covered everything. You know, I I think people have enough. They know where we're coming from. And, again, we're just, you know, the the point is we're just challenging everybody to to work together to make some changes or shifts or something, like just something, you know what I mean? And uh, I think the women – who've been listening and chiming in, I think they feel more empowered about certain things going on with them. So that's it, man. I appreciate you having me on, Kerr. Absolutely, absolutely. If y'all want to get in contact with either one of us, we on Twitter. You can you can catch him at Rakim Sekou, R-A-K-H-E-M-S-E-K-U. You can catch me at Coach Kair everywhere. You can catch me at Coach Kair Twitter, Facebook, uh, Gmail. You can catch Rakim at Gmail. If you gotta shoot him another, um, if you gotta shoot him another um, email to ask him another question, get on over there. You know what I'm saying? Put your ego to the side. Lean on somebody a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Who got a little more extra knowledge and you got some extra wisdom, and pull it on down. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna see y'all next Wednesday. I'm gonna have another part of this. Uh, another topic. I'm blowing the whistles on Wednesday. Fuck it, that's what I'm calling it. Whistle blowing Wednesdays, and ain't no telling about what I'm gonna be talking about next week. If you still need help on getting that life partner, we are about relationships. We are about putting together healthy relationships over at the Juju Mama uh, Love Academy. This show is my show. These are my views. Nobody paid me to come do this show. These are not the express views of nobody else or other people who I partner with. So if you got something to say, then bring that stuff to me. Don't go over there and say, well, oh, your company, somebody else is doing this because Kaya is around. I carry my own weight. I speak my own truth, and I walk my own walk and talk my own stuff, all right? So with that being said, um, yo, y'all just take it easy. I'm probably doing another show Friday or Saturday this week. Uh, tune in to Zoom in. 
we definitely, I know we dumped some, some champagne into your campaign tonight, and we didn't get y'all intoxicated. I see I got a whole list of people that just hung on the line the whole night for the call tonight. So I'm talking about my damn soldiers. Now, I know somebody can press one and then give me at least two words of feedback. Can I get three people on the line to at least press one and come on and tell me one thing in this show that you, I don't want you to ask me no question. I ain't going to hold you on. Can somebody press one and say something? I got a 618, a 609, a 267. Boy, I love when my damn queue is just filled up like that with just enthusiastic people who stay listening to us. You know what I'm saying? It makes us feel worthwhile that we're doing something. I look back over here at the switchboard, Rob. We still got 15, 16 people just hanging out with us, talking about pot out. Uh-oh, uh-oh, we got some hands. Let's get some feedback real quick. Call it from the 513-200. You're on the air. Can I get your name and where you're calling from? Peace. This is Shantae. Hey, Shantae. How are you, How are you doing? You're blessed by the I best, just, too sexy to be stressed, and we're worth our weight in diamonds and gold over here just like you. I know it's true. I just wanted to say that this was on time, that this was much needed, and to keep up the good work. And I hope you do this every Wednesday because it's needed. People need to hear this information. They need to understand it. That's the point. Mm. Nobody wants to understand it. So mm. I think the more you would talk about it every week, I think um, – You'll get through to a lot of people. And I thank there you. There it is. Thank you. We appreciate it. Rakim, what do you think about that? Yeah, that's what's up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, you know, <laughs> I appreciate the feedback, the timing. You know, I, I guess, Kaya, we're aligned with the Mercury Retrograde, you know, you and I, so that the words we're saying, the people that are on the line, everything's in alignment. Mm-hmm. But, uh, that's peace. That's Just peace. Shantae will definitely see you live and in camera action next week, next Wednesday. Thank you. All right. Peace and love. All right. Peace. Caller, we got you from the 267-977. Give me your name and where you calling from, please. Hey, Coach. This is Masira calling from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh in the house. What's up, beautiful? Yeah, just wanted to say thank you for this show. Um, you and Rakim, y'all definitely, definitely killed it. Um, a lot of talk on accountability and honesty, and that's what people need to hear right now. Oh, oh. I got to put my applause back on my damn uh on my switchboard, I had to do my own my own sound effect tonight, but I will be I will be back up and popping next week. But you get the ho ho! I'm pumping my <laughs> fist in the air right now. Accountability and honesty. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. That's what's up. We'll be talking soon. Peace. Yeah, yo. She said we killed it tonight, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I've been taking y'all away with a little bit of this Lionel Richie earlier in the week. I'm going to take y'all away with some of this reggae because we don't want you doing what no more? No more wasting time because time is too precious for us to be wasting it. Catch me over at OriginalNativeRadio.com. If you need to catch the uh, catch the rewind, catch me at Coach Kair. If you need to catch the rewind, and if you need to see what's up with the services that I offer, CoachKair.info takes you over here right inside the heart of the Juju Mama Love Academy. Just have a ball over there. If you're interested in manifesting, 
please, please, please seek out the CN28 or the CN365 program. Uh, we got a website, www.jujumamacn28. We manifest two goals every month, 28 days following that moon cycle. And we look forward to coming on over there. It's less than, less than a cup of coffee a day will change your life. You know what I'm saying? $27. Get on over there and get with it. Rakim, give them a quick brief on the 365, how they can sign up. Yeah, 365, if you go to Jujumama blog, J-U-J-U-M-A-M-A-B-L-O-G.com, and just hit the home menu and then join the family. At that point, you know, you can sign up for the CN365, sign up as a premier member. It's $57 a month, and we go all year long. So, you know, we got a couple of coaches who are working that program, just like Kaya works at CN28. Same basic type of thing. They lead you through the whole program. We have a company in books that can help you as well, workbooks, that type of thing. So if you go to, to the Love Academy, you can sign up for either one of these. Or you can sign up to get both programs, the CM28 and CM365, as well. So they're really good programs. It really keeps everybody in tune with, you know, their person, like we talked about, you know, working on yourself. But also keeps you in line with the, the moon cycle and the sun cycle as well. So that's where they can sign up. That's what's up. So, look, we're going to holler at y'all next week. We appreciate it. God bless. God love. And no more wasting precious time. Peace. From you know, ooh, you know, ooh, formula, formula, it goes out to you, woo, 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 you, woo, 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 formula, formula, so regardless of what loving you are, or how kind you be, yeah, people will still have something to say, oh, regardless of how peaceful you are, or how much you pray, yeah, Like I told you, it's a waste of precious time. Hey, to put the troubles of the world on your mind. Ooh, it's a waste of precious time. Now to put the troubles of the world on your mind. Oh, so learn all that you can learn. Know all that you can know. Oh, go as many places you can go. Yes, see all that you can see. Become all that you can be. Yeah. Remember you don't have eternity now And like I told you it's a waste of precious time To put the troubles of the world on your mind Hey, it's a waste of precious time Now to put the troubles of the world on your mind Hey, gunshots on the corner And blood on the ground Help shots the neighbor and the crowd gathers round Come the evening news, so many signs and tools, beliefs and views. Listen to the words we use. This is the path we choose. Like I told you, it's a waste of precious time. Hate to put the troubles of the world on your mind. Ooh, it's a waste of precious time. Now to put the troubles of the world on your mind. Cause it's a waste, no, no waste. From really to waste, yeah. It's a waste, no, no. Has God living to waste? Regardless of for loving you are, all kind to be. Cause people will still have something to say now. No, regardless of for peaceful you are, all want to pray.